KISS 92.5 Studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. Celestia. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. I just Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Yo, it's Roz and Mocha. <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> Bet you didn't think we were going to call back after the text that you sent. <laughs> what's your name? What's your name? Uh, <laughs> okay. All right, yo, Doug, what's your, what's, Doug, what's, Doug, Doug. Okay. We're going to call you Doug. Yeah. No, well, well, call me Horatio. Call me Horatio. Okay, Horatio. Why is Doug your real name? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Horatio. No problem, man. Okay, we'll here, go with that. here is what Horatio sent to us. Yeah. I got a question for you guys. Mm. So I was cleaning my basement yesterday, and last night my wife wanted to get frisky, which was great, and said it was me cleaning that got her going. Why is this? I've also heard from other women that when their man cleans, it turns them on. Maybe with your life experience, you would know. Jeez. Uh, listen, different things turn different people on. And I think there's something, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. It, it's not like a, it's not a submissive position. It's not a, it's none of that stuff. But I, I think that just watching you do something that might be out of character or it might be, I don't know what it is, but sometimes when you see somebody do something, it just like, it turns you on wildly. Or like is it that you, you were like Horatio or was it that you were like taking initiative and doing something that maybe in her mind, she thought that you should have done a long time ago. And yeah. she sees that, that without even asking you, you're just like doing it and you're getting all sweaty. Uh, okay. well, we're missing a very important question here. <laughs> Which is what? What was Horatio wearing while cleaning? Dude, I was just in my t-shirt, man, like sweats and a shirt. See, like, that's was very not... sexy. Yeah. I see Catherine naked all the time, uh -huh. right? Hey! Oh, okay, sorry. I, 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 sorry. See, I see Catherine naked all the time. I didn't know if it was going to be right? disrespectful. Yeah. No, 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 no. But there's moments where, like, I'm trying to think back. There was a, a couple of months ago. Like, again, again, I see her naked all the time. And I went downstairs, uh -huh. and she was changing a light bulb in the hallway. Okay. Like a halogen light, yeah. right? Struggling with it, whatever. She, she's little. And so she's changing a light bulb. And as she was reaching up, her shirt lifted up, and I saw a little bit of her belly. Yeah. Right? I saw way more 15 minutes before that, and I was probably going to see way more 45 minutes after that, right? All right but all right. she she had, thank you. Oh, thank we're you, not coming? Okay, no, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, right, I don't right, want to be yeah. disrespectful. No, 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 no. And so what I'm saying is, though, she was she was stretched up, like, really, really high on her tippy toes, and her shirt came up just a little bit, and I saw just, like, a little bit of her belly, and it really turned me on. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, but again, like, 15 minutes before that, I, I was like... Boobs, can right? We, can, we, can we sidebar for one second? Yeah. So when she was struggling yeah. with do, fixing the light bulb, yes. did you offer to help? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. <laughs> I, was, I was too busy getting turned on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't you think it would have turned her on to know that you were trying to offer some help while she's struggling to fix a light bulb? Uh, yeah, but then no. you wouldn't have seen that little bit of belly. Uh, here's what you don't. Here's what you don't do. Okay, you don't get on that train. You don't get on the train of I'm available to do things. <laughs> okay, when when you're not available to do things, you just keep walking and mind your own beeswax. Mind my own business. <laughs> 
I'm like, baby, you got this. Okay. Uh, I don't mess around with that. Uh, maybe you want, let's get some people to text us. Okay. So it's 925 So Horatio was cleaning at the basement. His wife saw him and she found it to be an incredible turn on. Uh, ladies, ladies, why is that? Can I answer as a gay man? Gay guys, gay guys. Why is that? Go ahead. Go. When Matthew does the dishes, I find that to be the sexiest thing ever. Why though? What is it about that? Because it's him in an element that only I see. Mm, and I think that's what you were trying to say earlier. Is we're seeing like Catherine changing a light bulb. Only you get to see that. Well, I mean, it's not like it's a private thing. Yeah, she doesn't like yeah, draw right. the curtains yeah. for it. Yeah. Like we don't. We, we don't. <laughs> yeah, not I don't like, know. There was one day not that long ago yeah. where I was, uh, I don't know, I was doing the dishes and then oh, I, oh. and it was after dinner. So I helped clean yeah. up and I was doing the dishes and anything that needed to be dried. I dried everything, put it all away and like wiped down the counters and everything. And yeah. Jenna made like a, a sexy type comment See? about what there I was go. doing. Yeah. So I get it, Horatio, but yes, um, ladies, nine two five triple five. feel free to text. Oh, I got one more. Well, okay, go ahead, Mark. Oh, also, when Matthew's putting on his shoes, yeah. and when he kneels down, you could see the, just the top of his underwear. When you put on your shoes and you kneel down and that sound comes out of you, does that turn him on? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Actually, call Catherine real quick, because I don't want to, like, get into her business, but... She told me when I was doing something that I looked incredibly sexy. Oh, okay. Oh, what? <laughs> like, I can't be sexy? <laughs> but it's exactly what we're talking about. I hate that you know her number by heart. It's so weird, dude. Hmm? It's so weird. What? Nothing. Hi. Hi, love. How are hey, you? honey. Stop. Good. How are you doing? Good. You're on, the You're on the radio, so don't swear, okay? Uh, I'll try. We were talking to, we've been talking a lot about how people find things sexy. And we talked to a guy where he had a wild night with his wife after she saw him cleaning the basement. It just like, it like <laughs> turned her on like such a wild way. And then I was talking about how I saw you one time changing a halogen bulb in the basement. And even though I see you naked all the time, when your shirt popped up just a little bit, and I saw a little bit of your belly. It was like very, very much a turn on because, and I don't know what it was. Like, you're just like doing work. You're doing something. But I was hanging, Catherine brought home a new light mm -hmm. not that long ago. And I'm up on a ladder in the dining room changing a chandelier, okay. right? I got tools. I got everything else going on. And you told me afterwards what, love? I was like, ooh, that's sexy. Yeah. So why? <laughs> why, though? Why? We're trying to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Why what was it is about something... Roz hanging that chandelier sexy to you? I feel like it just speaks to, um, I don't know, something inside. I don't know if it's men or women. Like, I, th I thought it was more of a woman thing where it's like, look at you getting stuff done. It's amazing. It like, just feels so good. It's like... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's very like, oh, look at that sense of accomplishment. Oh, yeah. Like, we could have hired someone to do that. And you yeah. just, like, right. made some quick work of that. Yeah. Like, you had tools. You did all these things. And also, it was like a, I don't know. I don't know how to change a light fixture in a ceiling. I thought it was pretty impressive that he was like, I'm just going to go ahead and do that. Give me 20 minutes. I'm going to make some quick work of that. See, and it, and it was sexy though, right? Yes. Yeah. I, well, it is. You're very like, oh my gosh, hello, look at you doing all the things. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. This is what, this is what I'm saying. So it's just getting stuff done. But, I think it's just getting you're stuff right. done. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I, you're right. It's hard to identify like what exactly about it it is, like what, like the quality of that is, but you can't, you can't deny that you're like, oh yeah, like go you. Yeah. So once he finished hanging that chandelier, well, then what happened? 
Well, we turned it on. Yeah. Oh. The chandelier? <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. What do you think? Oh. No, what do you, please. No, I don't know. No, I no. thought like Kevin no, was so was... like hot and bothered. No. That maybe. No, no. Her. I, I, I got I got the sense of that uh, everything that was happening uh, both emotionally and physically with her seeing me change the chandelier. There was a beginning, a middle and an end. And by the time I was <laughs> finished. So yeah. were the feelings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> also, it was like 1 p.m. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I went down, I went down, I went down to bed that night and the ladder was in my spot. <laughs> She's like, get up there. Uh, I love you. Oh, I love you. Okay. I, and also, this is why you have a radio show. This is how you tell right. a story. I right. would have been like. And Roz installed the light. It was awesome. Yeah, but no, I don't even, I don't, you, you could put a gun on my head right now. I couldn't tell you, even tell you what the light looked like, but I can tell you the look on Catherine's face when I was installing it. <laughs> Love you, Catherine. Love you. Bye. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I know we're talking a lot about um, stuff that we've watched over the holidays. Yeah. And one show that before the holidays, you were talking up so much. That my wife and I watched the entire series in three days because it's an easy watch is Ted Lasso. It's the best show. With Jason Sudeikis. And That's I don't know why more people aren't talking about this show. Isn't it wild? It is so good. Yeah. The yeah. acting in it is great. The writing on it is brilliant. And it's it's wholesome. Oh. And Ted Lasso, the character, yes. is just exactly what you needed to sort of end off a terrible year because he's just nothing but optimism and positivity yes. and kindness and oh. uh it's incredible and you don't get characters like that in shows Anywhere. you just don't it, yeah. does, it doesn't exist and and i don't know if a lot of people could have played that character because he needed to be you know overly wholesome but without being annoying like there's a fine line between um ted lasso and who's the guy that lives beside the simpsons Oh, Ned Flanders. Ned Flanders. Yeah. There's a fine line between Lasso and Flanders, True right? Say. Yeah. Yeah, and, same and, mustache and everything. Yeah, and one of them is annoying and you want to run away from them, and then the other one you want to live with for the rest of your life, which is Ted Lasso. And it's such a it's such a beautiful show. It's yeah. really really great. I uh, highly recommend that. Right now? What's that? Can I recommend another no, one? No, we're not there yet more. Okay, go ahead. Imposters. Okay. Which is what? Okay, so it originated on Bravo, now it's on Netflix. There's two seasons. And okay. it's about this girl who gets married to rich people and rips them off. Okay? And then searches ensue. You know what you should do? <laughs> you should start writing the synopsis for shows on Netflix. You really should. And then we should guess what they are. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you do that? Can you do that for tomorrow? Can you do that for tomorrow? Do you understand what we're asking? Who? <laughs> okay, go your 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 homework for tonight, okay? Is go on Netflix, okay? Yeah. And write your own synopsis of popular shows. And we're going to have to guess what these shows are based on your synopsis. Okay. Okay? There's the one for the imposters. Okay, yeah, that's fine. But just <laughs> just go and go and do go and do that. Okay. 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 I can't wait. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Dan Moore, get in here real quick, please. 
Uh, take your time. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to go for a morning stroll. It's scuffing, man. Uh, okay, so what are we doing here? Oh, oh, this is a continuation from yesterday. Yes. So there's like so much stuff to watch on like everywhere. Netflix, Amazon, Apple TV Plus. Mm-hmm. The list just grows every single day. And Maury is notoriously terrible at summing things up, describing things when it comes to films and movies. Yeah. Maury will always say, hey, did you see that movie with the guy and the thing? And we're all like, no. no. Like, what's it about? Yeah, we're like, what's it about? And then one of us will go, do you mean Batman? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, like he's, just, he's just awful at describing. And yesterday you were talking about what show was it? The Imposters. Okay. The Imposters on Netflix. And, and you said this. Okay, so it originated on Bravo. Now it's on Netflix. There's two seasons. And it's about this girl who gets married to rich people and rips them off. Okay? And then searches ensue. (laughs) That was it. (laughs) That was it. End of synopsis. (laughs) Not very riveting. Like, if I were the the creators of Imposter, I'd be pissed. However, I'll tell you that I did wind up watching, based on Maury's description, episode one of Imposters last night. And what did you think? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's a little too lifetimey looking for me. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's not. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we're going to continue. I'm, we watch episode uh, one as well. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. The acting is a little like I'd say it's a, it's a six. Okay. Yeah. Oh, come wow. on. It's yeah. two of the people on that cast their first role. <laughs> well, that's, then I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. But they're on Netflix. That's big time now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so so the, the, the task was, Maury, go on all the streaming sites and... Pick shows or movies or whatever it is, and you just describe it as best you can in like your way of describing things. And then we will try and get, see if we know what show or movie you're talking about. Sounds good to me. Okay, cool. Okay, so go ahead. Okay. The wife is a therapist and the husband is a doctor, but we find out he recently lost his job. But he held that info from his wife and family. He got up every day, got dressed, and went somewhere instead of the office. Isn't that an episode of Modern Family? Remember when Mitch lost his job? Yeah. And he was going to the park to play chess with the old guy? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, what is that, Maury? The Undoing. The Undoing. What? Okay, read that again. Read that okay, again. The wife is a therapist and yeah. the husband is a doctor. Yeah. But we find out he recently lost his job, but he held that info from his wife and his family. He got up every day, got dressed, and went somewhere instead of the office. No, it's about somebody being accused of murder. Yeah, what about the murder stuff? <laughs> Okay, here we like go. The whole I see what we're doing. I see. Out okay. Whether or not okay. He did it. I know. It's, okay. not, it's not. It's not that the poor man's not unemployed. <laughs> right? That's not. That's not why. That's it's not why the we're undoing, watching. Not the, the, not the yeah. unemployment. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A famous fighter guy can't get over the past, so he reopens his gym place. <sighs> Hold on. A famous. A fighter. famous fighter guy can't get over the past, so he reopens his gym place. Uh, is it a movie or a show? You don't know, do you? Nope. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So he reopens his gym place? Did you give up? Yeah. Okay, Cobra Kai. 
Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Okay, here go we go. On. Thank you. Okay, so this girl with zero followers on social is hired uh, as a social media expert and wows everyone. She then takes photos of her food and gains followers. I know this one. What is it? Emily in Paris. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay. Nothing about Paris though, huh? Yeah, nothing. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh, okay. a group of guys with powers are using their powers for the way powers really shouldn't be used. Oh, uh, I know it. What is it? The boys. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Did you watch that show, Maury? No. Why not? You should. Oh. It's very well, I dirty. watched a bit it's of it, very, and it's not really about boys. It's very dirty. No. Oh, wow. Not, wow. Okay, next. Next. <laughs> Let's not even acknowledge. Yeah, next. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Okay, these families in the days of yore literally spend their days dancing, getting dressed, and fighting over the same guy. It's the same time period as Beauty and the Beast, but different story. You know, I'm going back to the boys. I, I'm with you. I'm with you, Maury, because that is, if, if I was you and I saw something on a streaming service that was rated R called The Boys, I would click on it immediately. It would be like, it would be like if I saw something on a streaming service that call, that was called Every Hot Girl You've Ever Fantasized About and all of them are exactly your type and then I watched the show and it was about NASCAR. Don't Okay, I get it. I get okay. it. Okay, go ahead. Okay, these families are in the days of yore, literally spending the days their days dancing, yore. getting dressed and fighting over the same guy. Same, same time period as Beauty and the Beast but different story. Same time period as Beauty and the Beast? One was Beauty and the Beast. No, but like the also not real. Yeah. <laughs> when was Beauty and the Beast? The days of yore. Oh, okay. I don't know. What is that? Bridgerton. Oh. Bridgerton. Okay. Okay. One more. One more. One more. <laughs> one more description. Okay. Please. Okay. A lady who isn't a nurse gets a job as a nurse at a place that isn't really a hospital where her son or, or brother is locked up. He falls in love with one of the actual nurses while he sort of his sort of sister kills people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know this one. What one's that? No way. Yeah, I know this one. What is that? Read the description again. I know it. Okay. A lady who isn't a nurse gets a job as a nurse at a place that isn't really a hospital where her sort of brother is locked up. He falls in love with one of the actual nurses while he sort of while his sort of sister kills people. Oh my god. Ratchet. Yeah. Oh wow. Really, huh? Bro, you could work for Netflix right <laughs> in these descriptions. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What's your favorite season? Now I know that Summer. if we Thank you. I know that if you ask people in Canada what the favorite season was, um, I would say vast majority of people, except for those who like to ski and do stupid things like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, why do you hate skiing it's, so it's much? It's dangerous. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, look at me. Except, I'm not built for skiing, man. Not really. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> not. I'm not built for skiing. What about not, snowboarding? Would you ever do that? Hell no. He's too tall. I would not strap myself to anything. Nothing. Okay. No, that includes uh, uh, a horse uh -huh. <laughs> and a snowboard. Uh -huh. And um, what else do you strap yourself to, Maury? No, Maury, don't answer. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the problem. When, when you asked Maury to come in here? I knew I shouldn't have mentioned skiing. Okay. Anyway, so if you pulled Canadians, yeah. if you pulled Canadians, I think vast majority of people would say summer. But it's Absolutely. interesting when you start looking at a place like the U.S. where there are places in the U.S. that don't get a winter, that don't mm. get snow. So when you pull people who live in a country where there's varying sort of climates, uh, you get really different answers. And this was a U.S. poll. And they asked people what their favorite season was. Mm -hmm. And it was a three-way tie between fall, spring, and summer. 
Oh man! So nobody likes winter. Nobody likes winter. Even even in a cli- even, even when you're in like in California. Yes. And the winter yeah. there is not the winter that we get yes, here. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So that was spring got thirty percent, fall got twenty nine percent, summer got twenty eight percent, winter had just ten percent. Oh. Yeah, but most people voted for spring though. Really? Yeah, because you're in places where summer's just too damn hot. Oh, I guess. Right? Sure. Summer's just too damn hot. Sorry, you suck winter. Wow. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, big day in the Northwest Territories, in Unavut Northwest Territories. The sun set for the final time in 2020 in early December, mm-hmm. and the sun returns today after more than a month of darkness. Wait, what? Yeah. Because it's that time of year where they go for a long stretch with just no sun. And then the oh. and then the opposite happens later in the year. I couldn't do that. Oh, so, where they just get all yeah, daylight. Yeah, yeah. So for this time of year, you can't have plants. No, you can. You have, just have to have those lights inside. Oh, can you imagine? We have one of those in our place. Yeah. Yeah, for the plants. Hmm. Yeah, and it works really well. The plants love it. Yeah, they absolutely love it. So, so what time is the sun going to rise? So one thirty nine p.m. and it hmm. will set at two twenty three p.m. What? What? Less than an hour of sunlight. <laughs> Forty four minutes. You got to plan ahead. <laughs> so what do, they, what do they all do? Do they like all go outside and soak it up? Yeah, right I, guess. Now, I guess. Could you imagine? Could you imagine you get, you get 45 goes- minutes a day? Could you imagine that somebody sends you a Zoom meeting request? Oh. You know what I mean? And you're like, bro, we have 44 minutes of daylight yeah. today and you want to talk on Zoom? No. Move and, it after. And then they're like, oh, my day is jammed. Yeah. This is the only window I have. My day is jammed. Um. So what happens after the sun goes down at... Almost three o'clock in the afternoon. Then and it gets, shows up when? Gets, so tomorrow at what time? Same time? Yeah, the same time. Like like almost, Wait, almost yeah. twenty-four hours later, like twenty-three hours later. So you get forty-five minutes of day. That's it every day. That's it every day. And then it gradually winds up getting longer. Why would you want to live there? Well, they pay you to live there in a lot yeah. of times. Like if you go to Yellowknife and stuff like that, they'll pay you to live there. I mean, you gotta pay seventy-five dollars for a box of strawberries, but they'll pay <laughs> but they'll pay you to live there. Are they fresh? How fresh? No, they're not. Where they, where they Three airplanes. <laughs> How how fresh can strawberries be that took three airplanes to get there? Uh, as long so, as they're delicious. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Northwest Territories. That's far, man. And there are times of the year, like now, where the sun will set. And then that's it for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah, just darkness, blackness. All day. It's just nighttime all the time. And that's what happened in Inuvuk, Northwest Territories, where David Mori made some cold calls. Uh, the sun came back yesterday, 1.39 their time, and then set at 2.23 p.m. their time. Like, I'm talking 1.39 p.m. Yeah, it's 44 minutes of daylight. Things are looking up, though. <laughs> 44 minutes. The sun's going to rise again What today. do you do? What do you do with that 44 minutes? There's so much you can do. Is there, though? Don't let the opportunity go by without taking advantage. Put on your Ray-Bans. Get outside. Uh, the sun will rise again today. So yesterday it was 137. Yeah. And the reason why I said, or sorry, 139. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I said it's going to get better is that today the sun is going to rise at 127. Oh, interesting. Okay. So they get like, what, almost an hour so a day like get, today? So now they're getting... The sun is going to rise 12 minutes earlier than okay. it did yesterday. There we go. Uh, so to celebrate the fact that the sun rose in the Northwest Territories I yesterday, Dammit Mori made some I cold calls. Nuts. 
to some folks out there. Hello? Hi, how are you? I'm well, thanks. Awesome. This is Maury calling from the Roz and Mocha Show, and I'm calling to celebrate with you your first day of daylight in like a month. That's right. Well, I guess it's kind of like being in a bar and the, the hottest guy walks in the room, right? <laughs> I wouldn't know. I haven't been in a bar in so long. <laughs> <laughs> what have you planned for this amazing, momentous moment of light? So let me just pause there and yep. let everyone just let that sink in. Yeah. This amazing momentous this moment, moment of life. Yeah. Amazing momentous moment of light. All right. We all got that? Yeah. Cool. Uh, nothing really. Oh. <laughs> like, are you going to go outside and read a book, do some jumping jacks? I guess what? There might be snow. You're going to make a snowman. Like there's, you got to plan ahead for these little moments of light. Yeah. Well, I mean, right now it's minus 36 with wind chill, So I'm not oh. going to spend as much time outside as someone might want to. But hey, I may open my blinds. By the way, I uh, I failed my test on Canadian geography today. I knew none of it. Right. No, no do you get it? I knew none of it. Instead of none of it, I knew none of it. Okay, yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you have daylight again. Yep, finally. Oh my gosh, what was this moment like for you? What are you doing right now with daylight for the first time in a month? What does it feel like? It feels good. It feels refreshing. It feels like a reward. Um, I just got home, actually. I was up on uh, the Marine Bypass route with my father-in-law. I brought him up there, and we watched the sun come up for the first time, and it's surprisingly bright. If you're planning to do something outside, if you're planning to walk the dog or go tobogganing or bask in the sun and somebody is diddle-daddling in the house, that must piss you off because you only have 44 minutes. You, there must be anger in the house. Come on, let's go. Oh, yeah. There's there's no screwing around about it. It's like, listen, get your pants on, get ready, let's go. But what does it feel like to have daylight again? Oh, well. Uh... Yeah, interesting. Is the sun rising right now? Describe what's happening to me right now. My heart is pounding. This is a moment. Okay, are you opening? Is that the door opening right now? Yeah, it is. Okay, here we go. Are you going to, like, describe this to me? Well, it's a, it's a vision of a sunrise. I'm looking over the horizon. Uh, okay, Ian, you're not... No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. you gotta, you, you got to make it as though it's like a, a, a Martin Scorsese movie. There's to be like, and the sun is... You know, like, give it to me. Well, no, that's not the way I speak. <laughs> Be dramatic. Well, I don't. I'm not dramatic. Describe what you're seeing right now, for this momentous occasion. Well, I'm not. I've told you I don't see it's a momentous occasion. <laughs> Ian, is it bringing a tear to your eye? No, it is not. I think this is a moment you and I are going to share together forever. <laughs> well, you have no. How did you get my number? Or did you just randomly dial? Randomly dialed, and look, it brought us together. Oh, great. Can I give you a joke? Sure. I went on a date with a Nunavut girl once. She wanted to take it to the next level, but I wasn't really into it. Yeah. But do you get it? Like, instead of into it, it's Inuit? Yes, I, oh, okay. I know. I, 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 oh, you did I get got it. the entrance. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, hello, it's Ron Zamoka. Hello, hello, happy new year. Hey, Fabian, happy new year, brother, how are you? Oh, I'm fantastic, how are you guys? Good, man, how are the holidays for you? Oh, amazing. Yeah, family's good, everyone's good? 
everybody's good. We're all good. We're all safe. We're all as healthy as could be for what we're living in in this world. But, you know, we're good. Yeah. And how healthy is that weed that you're growing? <laughs> oh, bro, you didn't see? Because I'm so happy I got a comment by Roz on my Instagram, bro. <laughs> so... Fabian, for the past like few weeks, has been uh, growing a strain of weed legally. Yeah, and yeah. He, he's, he's naming it. He's he's naming it uh, the the Razamoka. This particular strain, he's naming Razamoka. Absolutely, Razamoka cookies. Yeah. and and we've been getting updates from you every every few weeks. Um, now I yes, miss sir. what it is what you posted on IG, but what what is it that you posted? Seeds. I got seeds. Oh, what is, that, is that a good thing? Is what that a does good that thing? even mean? You got seeds. That, so, so okay. So the process was I got two female plants and I reversed one female plant to go back into a male so I could get pollen. So it could mix with the other plant to get my strain. Okay. So the Ross plant that. and the mocha plant hooked up finally. Absolutely. So they hooked up finally and now I have seeds. So in a couple of weeks, those seeds are the actual Ross and mocha cookie strain now. Oh. So they're here. Roz, we're having a baby. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Ra- and, Ra- and when I saw the comment that Roz went, dude, I started screaming. My wife's like, what the heck are you so exci- excited for? I'm like, Roz commented on my post. She goes, why is that so important to you? I'm like, Roz doesn't comment anybody's post on Instagram. <laughs> Nobody's. I said, unless you're a home improvement guy, I go, you don't get comments by Rob. <laughs> that's so when great. I got that comment, it made my day, man. So uh, like I said, that's guys, great, in a man. couple of weeks, it's here, man, and I'm going to be giving these away for anybody that wants to try them. All right. And that's it, man. They're here. It's here in a couple of weeks. So, so well, have, you been, have you been getting... Um, like requests from people across the country wanting this particular Razamoka strain? A hundred percent. A thousand percent. I got people even in the States. That don't, I don't even know if they know you guys, but they want to try it. You need to figure out some sort of, uh, I don't even know what it, like what it is, a portal or something where people can leave like reviews for it that other people yeah. can go and read the the reviews you know what i mean by that that's what i'm trying to do that's exactly what i'm trying to do i yeah. want to get anybody that does grow it to give some reviews about it and make sure everybody you know they they give reviews so we know if it's good or not yeah i have like i said i have a team of growers that i started on instagram now and we're like 25 <laughs> we're 25 deep so i'm giving everybody uh a bunch of seeds for them to try yeah wow and then like yeah 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 this is going to be a big thing guys wait like, like regular seeds or razamoka no, seeds razamoka seeds so that we could pick Whoa. the perfect plant oh wow and uh try to reproduce those seeds again so we could wow. get the perfect plant wow but you have to see these plants they're purple man yeah both of them are purple man and they smell very sweet like mm. I, on it Oh, yeah, mm, is right. I can't wait to smoke Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. That's the support I got from you guys, man. I flipping love it, man. You guys are so awesome. And all the people out there that are supporting me through this, you guys are, everybody's so awesome, man. Very awesome, man. I love you guys, man. There you go. Uh, you know, we love you right back, Fabian. Thanks for checking in, bro. <laughs> no problem. You guys have a great week, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'm just going through the story of... Ontario license plates that were rejected from 2020. Ooh, okay. People, here try, we go. To, people try, try to sneak a bunch of stuff through, yeah. right? Uh, so between January 1st, 2020 and December 15, 2020, there were a lot of phrases and sayings and sort of acronyms that people 
tried to tried to get through and were rejected. I was always shocked with what you can't put on a license plate. There's mm. like a lot, like they're really strict with what you can put on a license plate. Um, some of the rejected plates include WTF 2020. <laughs> yeah. And then F-O-L-Y-H-U-C-K. Huh? Hold on, spell that again? F O L L Y H H U U C C K. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Foley Huck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Foley. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, bro. WTF. <laughs> <laughs> How could that not get approved? I don't know. I that don't know. That seems pretty innocent. I know. I know. Um, F-U-C-0-V-I-D. What? F? Hold on. Okay. <laughs> F? F-U-C-0-V-I-D. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, denied. <clears throat> yep. oh, I'm across that off the list. Yep. Denied. Yeah. Um, uh, w... Okay, hold on. Okay. W? <laughs> W-E-A-R-M-A-S-K. Oh, wear masks. Wear masks. Wear Why mask. would that get denied? I don't know. Uh, that, to me, is more of like a uh, a healthy message to be sending out to people. Right, okay. Uh, also, um, W-I-N-E-4. W-I-N-E-4-M-E. Wine for me? Yeah. That got denied? <laughs> that got denied. Also, um, one. One. P-H. P-H. A-T-A. A-T-A. S-S. S-S. One fat ass. Okay. I love that. One fat ass. Okay. This this one also got denied. Okay. Denied. Ready? Okay. M-O. M-O. I S T L I S T L Y Moistly right. <laughs> <laughs> That got denied as well. I wonder why. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Man, I can't believe when while Dr. Dre was in the hospital after suffering a brain aneurysm on Monday. That people, once they found out that news, tried to break into the man's house. So is that true? Apparently. Oh, my God. Uh, LAPD officials said that the suspects were stopped by undercover officers after a pursuit. But his West L.A. home was the target, it says here, of an attempted burglary on Tuesday night. Jeez. Can you believe that? You can't do anything. You can't like, like the man was in the hospital because he had a brain aneurysm. Yeah, like you can't, um, you can't say anything like anywhere on social that you say that you you're you're gone or you're on vacation or whatever. Like yeah. your house becomes a target when you're down there. Completely, it's crazy. But who sees who sees Dre had an aneurysm, and then their immediate reaction is to go and start lifting things from the man's house. <laughs> I remember That's when brutal, man. my family and I went to Florida when I was a kid. Yeah. March break. Yeah. Our house got broken into. No. Mm-hmm. And the only thing stolen yeah. was stuff from my room. No. And I think I know who did it. No, you don't. Yeah. 
you think it was like a friend of yours that you it told. It was a guy I went to high school with. That you said that you guys were going to be in Florida. Yeah. And he. And at the time, yeah. he was my best friend. Really? Mm-hmm. No. Is mm-hmm. he, you still know him or no? No. No. Something happened later on in high school that, because I'm very naive. Yeah. And I unknowingly got wrapped up in. Right. And then eventually the truth came out. And at that point, I was like, I'm done with you, man. What are you talking about right now? What did you get wrapped up in? Like a caper? It's Okay. What did you get wrapped up what in? What I tell you, you the story? You can't, you can't say I'm naive and I got wrapped up in something and found out too late. It wasn't drugs. It wasn't say, guns. And not say what it was. Right? Like, I know I didn't grow up in, like, what's perceived now as the safest neighborhood. Yeah. But it wasn't anything, like, to that extent. Okay. But <laughs> the buildup. <laughs> I know. So we were in the same music class together. Okay. Okay. I played drums. <laughs> and I think he played clarinet. Sounds rough. Or no, he played uh, trumpet, right? Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, we lived a hard life back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. You and the clarinet player. And he yeah. had stolen this massive, very expensive keyboard. And it was the only one that the music class had. Okay. Like your Casio? And okay. he yeah. told me that he that the music teacher allowed him to borrow it for however long. Okay. Right? Because yes. the music teacher used to let me bring the drum set home for the summertime. Sure. Summer vacation. Yeah. And as long as I brought everything back, which I did. Yeah. A couple of summers, I had the drums in my in my room. So I had my car at school, the K car, my mom's K car. And yeah. he was like, I'm allowed to borrow this. Can you drive it home for right. me? Right. With me. And I was like, cool. And then I find out a couple of weeks later, because yeah. the teacher pulled me aside and was like, here's the situation. I need to know if you were involved. Because what this guy did was take the keyboard and sold it to another student. Oh. <laughs> So I does it I was, have I, the school sticker on it? So I was the driver in this heist, okay. <laughs> in the keyboard heist, unknowingly. And I said I was I was honest. I was like, no, like here's yeah. the story that he told me. I had no idea okay. that he took this keyboard and then sold it to somebody else right. who also knew. Like go right. after those okay. guys. Okay, so your baby driver. I, right? I was baby driver. Yeah. I told you. Was, I'm sorry, guys. That was an exciting story. I apologize. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Is Celine on hold? Celine Dion, the great. I know we've been saying all day that we're talking to Celine Dion on the show. And that is no lie. Celine Dion is on hold. Celine Dion, a.k.a. Thomas Dodd. This was the wildest story over the holidays. I've been drunk, but I've never been this drunk. I've never been as drunk as Thomas Dodd was when he, without even remembering, legally went online and legally changed his name to Celine Dion and had no memory of it. Hello, hello, are you there? Hello. Is this Todd or, sorry, Celine Dion? <laughs> I don't know. Even, I, like, what do we call you? Do we call you Thomas? Do we call you Celine? Like, what's up? It's it's Celine. It okay. is. Okay. <laughs> I guess, legally, it's Celine. I, uh, I love this story. So explain how you got so drunk over the holidays that you legally changed your name to Celine Dion. So it was Christmas Eve, and my friend had bought me a magnum of champagne. Um Oof. 
which I wouldn't normally drink. Good friend. <laughs> so I was, <laughs> I was sat watching TV and I was clicking through YouTube watching concerts. I'd watch Michael Jackson, and the last one that I remember watching was Celine Dion. So it started. At, it was in Vegas and um, started at the start, and then next thing, well, I think I remember going to bed, but I don't think I do. And I thought that was it. Um, a few days later, I had some posts come through the post, and there was some certificates inside an envelope, and these were deed poll changes so there, there was a, a new name change came through um and that's how i found out so you went online drunk <laughs> wait <laughs> apparently yeah wait wait so the the magnum of champagne right that got you so drunk that you changed your name legally to celine dion did you drink that all by yourself well yep oh my god i know and when you're and when you're dealing when you're dealing with that size of a bottle and somebody asks you how you how much you drank you don't give your answer in glasses you give it in pounds it's like i had about you know i had about four and a half pounds of champagne last night six pounds okay so you went online now to go online where you are and change your name legally to celine dion is there any sort of transaction of funds like does this cost money where you are and did you have to like put your credit card number in yeah, so this is because I thought someone else might have done it to wind me up, um, but this is how I found out it was me. So I had to go into my online banking, and there was a transaction for £89. <laughs> so I spent the best part of nearly £100 yeah. to change my name. So you paid $100 while drunk on champagne alone after watching yep. going down the Celine Dion tubes, uh, and you changed your name <laughs> to Celine Dion. Now, are you are a fan of Celine Dion, though. Oh, huge fan. Huge okay. fan. Oh, wow. Have you heard from her yet? <laughs> Nothing. I was saying, like, going through today, I've got just over 50 interviews across, well, US, Canada, and at home. Wow. So, so I'm hoping by the end of today, as momentum builds, um, we might get something back. So what's your plan then? How long are you going to ride this out for? Like, are you going to just not change it back? Or, <laughs> or do you have to then go back and pay another $89 to have your name changed back to your actual name? Well, do you know what? I think it's going to come with some perks, so I plan on keeping it. Yeah, oh. I guess. Book, book a, you know, I, I just get that driver's license changed. Like you, you will never have to wait in line for anything ever again. That's me. Restaurant reservations. I'll yeah. be able to phone up, get straight in. Uh, what did your family think of the name change? Uh, so they found out an awkward way because I'd actually put it on Facebook, and my parents don't have Facebook, and they were woken up the next morning after I put it on Facebook by the paparazzi at the door. Um, and they'd basically hunted down my parents before they hunted me down, but they broke the news. So you oh, said, no, you're poor parents. <laughs> I, 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 let me just cl clarify something for me here. You said that your parents found out in an awkward way. What would be yeah. the not awkward way for your parents to find out that you'd change your name to Celine Dion? <laughs> I probably should have found them myself, to be fair. So you're going to ride this out. I love it. Uh, what's your favorite Celine song? Uh, I drive all night, I think. Oh, that's a good Classic. one. Classic. That's a good one. How old are you? 31. 31. Are you single? Do you know what? I shouldn't have said that. I've lied to all the papers over here and said I was 30 so I could be a year younger and a raise 2020. Oh, and I've just dropped. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are. Look at you. Already a diva. You're, you're Celine Dion for, for a week and you're already changing your age. I can't oh, believe I've just man. done that. Thomas Dodd, <laughs> a.k.a. Celine Dion. Legally Celine Dion out in the UK. Uh, you change your name to Celine Dion after a drunken night on a magnum of champagne. That's crazy, dude. Thank you very much for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show. All right. Take care. Happy New Year. Right on. Happy you New too. Year, bro. Bye-bye. See ya. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Did you start watching Bridgerton yet? No, but my wife did. Yeah. What she, she likes it. She, she likes it? Yeah, she likes it a lot. Yeah. I, did you start watching it? Yeah, people are mixed on it. Um, I am, you know, me and Grace. Like, I love Shonda Rhimes, right? Yeah. I 
but I I had a hard time with Bridgerton. I just uh, I just wasn't in the right headspace for it mm. when I sat down to watch episode one, and I didn't like it at all. But really? I think that I didn't like it because I wasn't in the right headspace for it. Okay. And so I'm just going to give it a minute, and then I'll kind of go back it's to too it. Old timey? No, I did. There was just something about the pacing of it that okay. I just wasn't in the. I, I wasn't. I didn't have the attention span for it. Okay. Uh, to get interested in a whole new thing. And one of the things, though, that hit me right away when watching it was the way that they use music because Shonda Rhimes always uses music in unbelievable ways to carry the story. Mm -hmm. She is a huge love for music and, and the music that she's used on Grey's over the years, as we know, has been incredible. Yeah. And so what they do in Bridgerton is that it is still full of pop songs. But they're How? but they're classical versions of pop songs. Okay. So I'm going to play some for you here, and you'll hear the classical virgi- version from Bridgerton, mm-hmm. and then you tell me if you recognize what the actual song is. So go number one. Yeah. Ariana Grande. Thank you, next. Yes. Correct. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. This is it Bridgerton? Yeah. In what context? It's just no, because they use music just like throughout the, the show that like they do on Grey's. Like there's so much music in the show. Yeah. This is Thank You Next. Am I yeah. right? Yeah. It is. So right? here's the answer. And. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Thank you, next. Okay. Okay, go number two. Okay, number two. Hours with you. That's Maroon 5. Um, uh, Girls Like You. Yes, correct in one, though. Wow, you're really great at this. This is easy. Okay, go number three. You don't need to play the actual song. Go number okay. three. Is it Monster? No. No, no, no. Oh, uh, Wonder, Sean Mendez. No. Ed Sheeran. No. Oh, oh man. Okay, play, hold on, wait, play. Okay, okay, okay. 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 Oh, I know it. Okay, hold okay, on. go. <laughs> oh my god, I know. Oh, 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 oh. Is it in my blood? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. Okay. Go number four. Man, I know me some Sean. Okay. Come okay. On, go, go number four. Number four. Uh, uh, Billy Eilish, bad guy. Yeah, you got them really, huh? Because this part, then. Oh, yes, dun, yes, dun. yes, yes. It's so distinctive. Yeah, this yeah. is a bad guy, Billy Ash. And uh, we'll round it out with uh, with this one, number five. Okay. Ed Sheeran? No. Ed Sheeran? No. 
Oh, it's uh. Da, 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 da. Oh, uh. ah! <laughs> Watching you struggle with this is awesome. Swift, Wild, uh, Wild, um, uh, Wild's Dream. Yeah. Right? Wild yeah. Cheeks. Da, da, da. yeah. When he gets to the main part, you so figure it out. Yeah. But that's all the music so in the show. Yeah. 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 It's great. I love that. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. One of the other uh, big things on Netflix right before everybody went on holidays was the prom debuted. And if all you right. remember the headlines um, from the prom, it got a lot of negative reaction right out of the gate because of James Corden being cast uh, as a flamboyant gay character. Some of the headlines, James Corden's performance in The Prom condemned as homophobic. Quote, it's not brave. Vanity Fair said James Corden should have been banned from The Prom. The Guardian says James Corden proves why straight actors should think twice before playing uh, gay characters. Now, Andrew... Um, Reynolds, who is openly gay, who was also in the prom, he actually came out and defended James Corden and what Ryan Murphy uh, was trying to do with that character and with that movie. Uh, but here's a clip from the prom with James Corden. The point is, you are brave. You made all this happen. When you walk into that gym tonight, you know what people are going to see? They're going to see the bravest person on the planet. This is so hard. Does every girl go through this? Yes. All across town, girls are spraying on their tans and whitening their teeth, trying to look the best for the prom. Could we please go shop? I can tell you're feeling wary, but you can count on Uncle Barry. So there we go, Uncle Barry. And before the holidays, Dammit Maury hadn't seen it because he was looking very much forward to seeing it. And he came in. Uh, hey, Maury. And... Maury's thoughts, and correct me if I'm wrong, the way that I remember it, Maury, that you had said when it comes to straight actors playing gay characters, you don't mind seeing a straight actor playing a gay character. You just have a problem when they become flamboyant, when they start doing these stereotypical um, affects of what people perceive gays to sort of be like, right? End quote. Okay, so that so that okay, was thanks, it, right? Mary. Like, so <laughs> it, it's it's okay. So, but but it was it was the, it was the flamboyance that you had a problem with. Yes, because right. in the trailer. It really made it look like, what are you doing, dude? Okay, so Maury at that time had not watched The Prom. Yeah. And then, like a lot of other gay people, from what I've read, there was reluctance going into The Prom based on the sort of negativity yeah. that had already um, sort of been laid out ahead of it. So did you watch The Prom overall? I did. And what did you think? It was one of the best movies I've ever seen. <laughs> no. <laughs> you liked it, huh? I loved it. So what about James Corden, his performance? It was fantastic. <laughs> you lo- oh my God, really? It was so, so, no so good. Dude did an amazing job. Have you talked to anybody else who watched the movie and loved it as much as My you? husband loved it too. Yeah? Wow. Did he... Like have both the of same... us watched the trailer. We're like, why yeah. would we want to watch this? It looks so terrible. He had the same opinion as you going into this. But we had nothing to do for yeah. two weeks. We're like, okay, fine, let's do it. Five minutes in, we're like, this is 
awesome. Because we had said, I was really looking forward to watching The Prom as well, but we had said there was something about the trailer that was really off-putting, and I couldn't put my finger on it. I didn't know what it was, but it yeah. was a really terrible trailer, not because it told like the whole story of the movie in the trailer, so on and so forth, like a lot of trailers do. Yeah. There was just something about the trailer that made you not want to watch the movie. It was a bad trailer. It was terrible. It was a terrible trailer, yeah. but you're telling me the movie's good. The movie's amazing. And James Corden is good. It's fantastic. You have no problems. Dude, do it again. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, got a lot of birthdays today. Oh. Some of them are real tough. Oh, okay. Some of them are real tough. Uh, Dead Mouse. How old is Dead Mouse? Oh, he's boy. a tough one. Hmm. How old Dead is Mouse? Dead Mouse today? I mean, keep in mind we only see him through the hat. I know. Helmet. <laughs> <laughs> 30... Generally, you can see people seven? through hats. What's that? 37. 37, says Mocha Mori. I was going to say like 48. 48. See, this wow. is the thing. It's tough. A dead mouse, 40 years old, apparently. Today. Only 40? Oh, okay. Yeah. It hurts when you realize you're older than dead mouse some more. <laughs> yeah. really Welcome to my world. Oh, my God. Welcome to my world. <laughs> uh, Kristen Cavallari, Mocha, this is to you. Me? Why me? Why you? Come on. Where do I know her from? Oh, stop. Do you want me to move on? You never heard of her? Never. Okay. Krista Cavallari is 34 years old. Yes, she is correct. 100% done that. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. You got that right on the head? <laughs> <laughs> never uh, heard of her before. Okay. Uh, Carrie Ann Anaba. Ooh, from the is or the talk, and no, also Dancing, Dancing with, the with the Stars. Stars. No, but she's a, she's a she's host on, on the, the the talk. The talk. On the talk. Yeah. Uh, Forty three. Maury. I was gonna say twenty eight. Twenty eight. She looks wow. fabulous. Wow. Fifty three. Oh Whoa. yeah. Wow. Yes, sir. Fifty three. Wow. Uh, Bradley Cooper. Okay, <sighs> he looks older than he is. No way. Bradley Cooper's over fifty for sure. Really? Uh, I'm gonna say Bradley Cooper is fifty two years old. Maury. Oh, I was gonna say he's like forty seven. Forty six. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wow. 46. Uh, Marilyn Manson. Oh, geez. Oh, man. <laughs> the makeup is deceiving. <laughs> Marilyn Manson's a tough one. 55? Maury. 52. 52. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 52. Oh, you got Kristen Cavallari. I got Marilyn Manson. Uh, Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall again? Robert Duvall is like a famous actor. He was in the he was in the Godfather movies, was he not? Yeah. Oh right, was yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and also, Ooh. also he built uh, Cole Trickle's car in uh, Days of Thunder, and he was old in Days of Thunder, and that movie came out like he's, okay. He, Duvall's in his seventies like, for sure. I'm gonna say he's seventy three. Uh, Maury eighty seven. 90. <gasps> Whoa. The consigliere is 90 years old? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, do I have one more? Do you know who Diane Keaton is, um, Mocha? Oh, yeah. She's like you a mom in a lot of movies. And wasn't stuff. she recently? You know her in the holiday movie, The Family Stone. <laughs> <laughs> what wow. movie is that? Never heard of that movie really? ever. No. Oh, that's the one with like Rachel McAdams. Why did I? So I said Diane Keaton more and you started tickling your own arm. Why? <laughs> I need to know the answer to <laughs> this Diane right Keaton, now. She, no, there was a movie recently that she was in where she was like a mom. She yeah, the Family Stone. No, no, not no, that no, one. No, no, no. She was. Uh... Oh man! And uh, this movie. In oh, do you know what movie? You know what movie she's actually? You know what movie she's in? And what? I think a lot of people crapped all over it, and I've seen it about four times now because Rox really enjoys it. Palms. What's that? It's Palms is about women at a retirement home who um, put a cheerleading squad together. 
What? Wow. Yeah, and Diane Keaton's in it, and it's really? actually it's actually really good. Yeah, it's uh, it's a sweet, sweet movie, and I know people crapped all over it, but it's a it's a sweet movie. Diane Keaton. Did was they have in. a cheer in it? Yeah. Do you do you know the cheer? No. Why would I know the cheer? Also, you stop rubbing your arms. <laughs> okay, how old is Diane Keaton? Diane Keaton is seventy five. Oh wow. Yeah, Diane Keaton seventy five, and uh, January Jones is forty three. Here we go. go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, WWE legend Mick Foley tested positive for uh, COVID nineteen. This was Mick letting his fans know. I did test positive for coronavirus following a virtual signing. There were only two people in the room with me. They were both wearing masks. I did take my mask off so I could do a better job on the virtual signing. And one of the gentlemen ended up uh, having symptoms that later that night and uh, reported to me that he had tested positive. So I waited the five days and got tested myself. And I've been uh, stuck in a hotel room. He got COVID at a virtual signing. And he was only around two other people. At a virtual sign. I know. Isn't that wild? <laughs> My man. That's wild. I know. Anytime I see these names pop up on Twitter, not just wrestlers, just yeah, like yeah, anybody, yeah. any famous name. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be a story about them dying or something. Yeah, no, I know. It's rough. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. So Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde are apparently dating. Crazy. Crazy. And this story man i got real deep into this yesterday really yeah because it had it 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 went wild in the sense that (laughs) no pun intended in the sense that uh it hit so many different areas like it just it exploded and there was so much collateral damage and people being dragged into this Mm -hmm. it was incredible so one of the things was that Harry Styles is 26 and Olivia Wilde is 36. Okay. They were at a wedding over the weekend to Harry's former manager, I guess it was. And they were walking in holding hands. Yeah. And then the story started coming out. The pictures were released. And then the story started coming out that they've actually been seeing each other for a little while. Wait, but didn't Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis just break up? Recently, yes. Like November, right? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. And also, Olivia Wilde is directing Harry Styles in her new movie. He's the star of her mm. new movie, so she's his boss. Yeah. So there's all these different layers. Um, before we get to the hardcore, ridiculous fans, okay. one of the things that sort of hit the side was they were holding hands, and then everybody started coming in on this saying, well, why weren't these rumors happening when Harry was hanging out and holding Lizzo's hand at that awards show? Right? Why would you not assume that they were dating? Because everybody's so hmm. protective of Harry Styles yeah. that it's all like just because they're holding hands doesn't mean they're dating because all his fans want him to marry them. Right? right of they're course. nuts. Yeah. Right? They're That's crazy. Like Bieber's fans back in the exactly. day. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They're they're crazy. Um, and the other sort of collateral damage was, do you remember Candace Owens, that uh, right wing sort of pundit, the black girl who oh, is very much against smack about so, him when he was on the, the cover of Vogue, right? So Harry Styles on the cover of Vogue wearing the dress. That was the Candace Owens when she tweeted, um, there's no society that can survive without strong men. And this was the bring back manly men tweet. Mm-hmm. And then Olivia Wilde, who had already cast Harry Styles in her movie, called her. She replied to it just simply with, you're pathetic. Oh. Then Candace Owens replied to that with, you're single for a reason. 
So after these photos of Olivia Wilde and Harry holding hands, everybody started bombarding. They went from Lizzo onto Candace Owens and bombarding Candace Owens with the pictures of uh, them holding hands being like, blah, blah, blah. There's a reason you're single. Suck it. Yeah. Okay. Then you go on to Olivia Wilde's Instagram feed. And I don't know who was on there last night deleting the negative comments, but it was crazy because there was a lot of comments on there saying, calm down, you fans are crazy, leave the woman alone. And there was a lot of replies to other people's comments, but there was those original comments were being deleted super fast. But there was a lot of garbage. And where the garbage comes from, is and I had, fans? and I had no idea about this. Stan culture is the worst thing to happen to culture that yeah. I've seen in my life. Absolutely, like ridiculous Stan culture. And there are a group of people. There's the Harrys who are the Harry Styles fans. Then there's the Larrys, and the, the, the Larrys the Larrys are the off the deep end vicious fans. The Larrys are the people who think that Louis is Harry's one true love. Oh, come on. Okay. You can't be serious. Oh, I'm dead serious. His former bandmate. Yes, I am dead serious. There is a large section of mad fans who want nothing for Harry Styles other than for him to wind up with his one true love soulmate, Louie, from One Direction. Okay. Is this real life? This is real life. And so this, so Olivia Wilde. So had, the Larry's got involved the in this? The Larry's got involved in this because they won't tolerate anybody uh, with Harry Styles. So it doesn't matter. Harry Styles it can't win. It doesn't matter. At all. So, so then people started commenting, which my favorite comments were the ones of fans that were like, oh my God, she's old enough to be his mother. What? What? Okay, she's 36. Repeat, repeat the ages again? 36 and 26. Yeah, no, okay. she's not. <laughs> she's not old enough to be his mother. But like, then they unearthed an interview from 2012 with Harry Styles where they said, how old is too old for you? He was 18 at the time. Yeah. And he said, anybody, as long as they're not older than my mother. <laughs> oh, so it works out. But he, if you remember, he dated um, uh, Caroline Flack, who was the host of X Factor. She passed away um, suicide last year. Then uh, she was 32 at the time. He yeah. was 18. Then he was rumored to be with Nicole Scherzinger, Scherzinger when he was 19 and she was 35. Oh, wow. Then he was with Taylor Swift, who was, I think, five years older than him mm-hmm. at the time. And now Olivia Wilde, he's 26, she's 36. So there's like, he's got a, like... He's got a type. He's got a type. Yeah. Right? Age type. He's got an age type. Uh-huh. He's got an age type. But a couple things. Larry is not happening. And no, Olivia Wilde is not old enough to be Harry Styles' mom. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. All right, Olivia, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. What's going on? Uh, I would love to fix the relationship with my father. Oh, tough one. Uh, yeah, you wrote, it says, Roz and Mocha fixed my life. I had a falling out with my dad years ago to a guy that I was with that he didn't like. I have now been broken up with that guy for four and a half years, and I'm with a very, I'm in a very good relationship with a great guy now, and we've lived together for almost three years, and everyone else in my family loves him. Uh, my father knows who my new boyfriend is and still won't talk to me, and I reach out every Christmas, Father's Day, and birthday, and he never comes to the phone ever. Uh, I need help on what to do with this situation. 
Is the relationship yes. with my dad ruined? Uh, I've been battling these problems for years, and I just don't know what to do anymore. It hurts my heart that we don't talk, but how do I fix something that's so broken? Mm. Interesting. Is your mom still in your life? Oh, yeah. My mom's my best friend. Okay. And that's the part that's, like, super hard for me, right? Like, I'm so close with her, and I'm not really anything with him. Are they together? No. They're not. No. Okay. Which, like, if they were together, it would be more weird to me. The fact that they're not, it's... It's almost like at this point, it's easier for me to not be in contact with my dad because I'm not close with him. To me, this seems like a little uh, aggressive. So there's clarification that needs to be had. Um, when you were with this guy that your dad didn't like, yeah. what was the point where he stopped talking to you? Because he didn't like him. He didn't like who he was. He didn't like what type of person he was. He was older than me, too. That was one of the things that was that bugged him like two to four years older than me and oh my god two to four that's not old at oh, all no, though not old. no no and it really just it bugged him like he wasn't my age he wasn't right for me he didn't like his job he didn't like what he did therefore he didn't like him so he just one day your dad just stopped talking to you when you were with this guy we got into a huge fight he like showed up at his front door and like we had it out and it, it wasn't very good it was actually really bad Okay. And he showed up, like, not in a sober state, which made it even worse. Right. And what did you say to him? Are you completely innocent, or did you say some real terrible things to your dad? I, I didn't say many terrible things, but you know what? I was in love at the moment, and I was, I was happy, and I wanted to do what I wanted to do and not what he wanted to do. But the thing is, years later, I've tried to reach out. He knows that I'm not with this person anymore, and he knows that... I've moved on, but he just doesn't want to even come to the phone. Huh. Do you have any siblings? I have three. What's their relationship like with your father? Uh, not very good. Okay. They've kind, it's kind of all ended between them and him in some wow. sort of way as well. So because for different reasons or all because of this reason? All different reasons. All different reasons. So it seems to me that this is a, it's a, this is a family problem. It's not just mm -hmm. a you and your dad problem. It's you and your siblings and your dad. And have they tried to repair the relationship that they uh, have? One of my old, one of my oldest brothers has, and he gave up. He was trying to reach out, reach out, reach out, and it was nothing in, in return. So he just gave up. But the two younger ones, they haven't really, they're still young. Have you tried, Olivia, like showing up at your dad's place and, and seeing if you can catch him like in person? Is it bad that I'm kind of scared to do that? No, no not but at you're, all. You're scared in what way? Like you're scared like because you think he's going like, to be, be violent or are you you scared because you don't want him to say, I don't I don't love you anymore? A little bit of both. Yeah. A little bit of both. And, and, and he does uh, like to kind of drink sometimes, which we all do. But for me, it ends aggressively with him and I. Yeah. Like just like verbally, not like mm. physically or anything. And for me, it's just like that hurts me every time I, I try to reach out. I, I leave in tears. Th this to me doesn't sound uh, the idea of your ex-boyfriend and everything else. This is way, way, way beyond that. This is you and your relationship with your dad and your siblings relationships with your dad. And your I mean, everybody in your family, whether it be you, your siblings or your mom, it seems to me that they've all been alienated from your father. Yeah, yes, 100%. Okay, so this is beyond my dad didn't like my boyfriend and now he doesn't talk to me. Mm -hmm. This is a okay. your dad problem. This is this is so yeah, this is yeah. this is beyond this is beyond that. Yeah. When was the last time you got a sense that your father really truly wanted to be a part of your life? Uh maybe maybe two and a half years ago. 
And what was that circumstance? He plays jokes on me. Sometimes he'll call me because he lost a bet over something and he had to phone me because that was the bet. That if he had lost, he had to phone his daughter. The last time and you talked me, to your dad, he called you because he lost a bet? Yes. And for me, that was so heartbreaking. It was like, that's why you phoned me. Relationships are, you don't get to pick your parents. That's one of the, the facts no. of life, right? And not yeah, every, really not, don't. And, and not every parent is a great parent. Some people have crap parents. And I'm not saying your dad's a crap parent, but not everything is perfect. And yeah. like yeah. any relationship, you can't continuously run the circles of a relationship that only hurts you. Because then I think like it's my fault. What yes, did I do? Yes, of course it is. Of course you do. And, and your siblings feel the same way and I'm sure at some time your mom felt the same way. Um, but and the I, initiative has to come from your father as well and it doesn't sound like that's going to happen anytime soon. No, thank you, Mocha. Yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate and it's like I can kind of sit here and laugh about it now because it's been so long, unfortunately, but it just, it's like, what do you what do you do when something like that's so broken? Do you just let it go and one day maybe he fixes it? No, but you know, I, I think that you're looking at fixing, um, putting things back to the way that they were. But I, I'm not 100% sure that when things yeah. were at their best that they were even all that great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're so right. So I think, that what you, I think that what you have in your mind is trying to create some whole brand new thing that's never existed with your father. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Right? Wow. Does that help, Olivia? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that helps a lot. You know what? It just gives me... Like, I don't really talk to many people about this, so it just kind of gives me a second opinion, and it, it makes me feel better. It makes me feel like I didn't... I'm not the root cause of this. No. Because there's days where I get down on myself, and I think, you know, this is this is my fault. Mm-hmm. And my boyfriend convinces me a lot of the time that it's not. And it's just nice to hear from somebody else that... I'm not crazy. (laughs) Yeah, you're not. Don't worry about it, girl. Your dad was right about your ex, though. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Ron, you're a smooth dude. Don't forget that. Oh, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of love, Olivia. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Did you see the story of these two social media influencers that are feuding because they both named their babies baby. Hold on, what? No. <laughs> okay. So there's one woman named Jessica Hart and there's another uh-huh. woman named Sasha Benz. Okay. And they've been report they were formerly great friends. And oh. I guess now they are. They said that they've put it behind them. But one of them named their baby baby B A B Y. Uh-huh. And the other named their baby baby B A Y B I. Okay. Okay. Baby. <laughs> yes. The baby. A baby. Right. Okay. So, okay. But so, who had right. their child first? Okay. So, do we know that? Ba- baby, uh-huh. I believe, came first. Oh, okay. And then baby came second. Okay. But they were friends. And when baby was born, the one friend, Jessica, was like, oh, my God, that's such a great name. And then actually called the other mom, Sasha, for advice on what to name her baby uh-huh. when she arrived. And I guess they had a conversation about it and maybe suggestions were made, none of which were baby, which is the same name as her daughter named baby. Uh-huh. And then so she just went ahead on her this own and named her daughter baby. Uh-huh. But they have apparently patched things up in case you were worried. Okay, I was getting worried for a second. 
Sasha says, media influencers Sasha never says, heard of, before. Uh, of course, Jess and I are still friends. We chatted it out a few weeks back, and I'm happy that she has a name that she loves for her beautiful girl. Now, they did not dispute that there was conflict between them. Uh-huh. However, she does say that it was over now. So just so, so you will know. So the babies be friends? Well, yeah, but they're, they're, they're like a few years apart. I think one was like two when the other one was born kind of oh, thing, okay. right? So, yeah. So if you are worried that Woo! the two influencers who named their babies now. baby that were feuding, if they've made amends, they have. Thank okay. God. Okay. Yes, I know. I can we see don't the, need any more terrible news I today. I can see the relief on your face right now. <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There is a video going viral right now of this DoorDash driver in New York. I assume by the end of the day, she won't be a DoorDash driver anymore. Oh, it's one of these. But she got pissed at the $8 tip that she received after dropping off food to a customer. Like it was an $8 cash tip or it was an $8 tip on the app? On the app. Okay. So she wanted to confront him, and he wouldn't come to the door, but talk to her through his ring door cam, which recorded the entire interaction. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to play that for you right now. And you're going to hear them mention Comac and Smithtown, and those are two neighboring towns. The food came from a restaurant in Comac, and the guy who ordered the food lives in Smithtown. Gotcha. How do you believe it? Um, no, I could speak to you, actually. I'm sorry? I need to speak to you. I don't think you realize where they're coming from, so I need to speak to you. Where what's coming from? Where the food you ordered is coming from. I don't think you realize the distance that it's come from, because then you would never actually have given what you gave. So I think you can come and see face-to-face. Because I drew 40 minutes. I drove 40 minutes, and it was extremely far, and I got it to you early. So I don't think you realize where you work from. I'm not, I don't understand. You well, I think minutes from where? From the restaurant that you ordered from. Do you realize how far it is? Do you realize you ordered from Colmac and you're in Smithtown? That's a, that's a 15, 20-minute drive. It's not. You need to try to drive it. I just drove it. It's 40 minutes. It's it's. 12 and a half miles. So I don't think you realize how far it is. So but I think you have to pick up if you think it's that far. I, they don't let us know how far. So I think you need to adjust your tip to make it right. How much is the tip? You gave an $8 tip. What the hell are you looking for? I gave an $8 okay, tip. I'm going to bring the food back. I'm going to bring the food back. Okay. So she then picks up the bag of food off the porch and walks away with it. Wow. And leaves. Wow. And a lot of people are saying, in defense of this guy, because now they know where the restaurant is in the town that he lives in, people were mapping it out, as did this guy, and say, no, the customer is actually correct. The drive averages 12 to 15 minutes. And also, if you are a delivery driver, before accepting that job, that pickup and delivery, it tells you where the pickup is, where the delivery is. I don't know if it does. Because I know on Uber, you can't, Uber drivers don't get to decide based on where the destination is. I don't know how DoorDash works. Yeah, neither do right? I, neither do In I. But, but I don't know, I don't know that. But 
but geez, man, this is, it's it, with all these apps, it's a very difficult thing because when you're in a restaurant, there's no sort of standard tip. It's not standardized, yeah. right? So you don't go to a restaurant and pay, regardless of what the bill is, $20 in tip, mm-hmm. right? On a $15 bill, $20 in tip. On a $250 bill, $20 in tip. There's no standardized. So people tend to use a percentage kind yeah. of thing. And a lot of the times when you're using the machine, it yes. will give you an average. It will say, do you want to tip 15, 18, 20%? Right. Sometimes more. Yes. But you also in a restaurant don't pay the distance that the waiter or waitress has to carry the food from the kitchen to the table. Correct. There's not all these extra charges yeah. like there are on the apps. And when you get to the tipping option on the app, it is already on top of what the DoorDash has to make and what the this has to make. The and restaurant what the, the has, the to, restaurant make. has yes. to make. All, all of this stuff. So I don't know, like tipping to me is $8, like eight do- an $8 tip. I don't, I don't know how much food the guy ordered, but there has to be some sort of cap. You can't start doing, you know, tips based on the order. Like the idea of doing, say, like 20% on something an order that was plus the, the distance, an order plus the distance plus everything else, it gets a little it gets a little much for people. Um, but I don't think you drive. I, I'm with you. I, I fifteen minute drive, and you are upset about an eight dollar tip. Like let's say and she took all back roads, right? Yeah, and it took forty minutes to get there. Yeah, like that's on you. But it might have taken forty minutes because she had two or, other drop offs on the way. Sure, or because it could have been happens. there was traffic everywhere. Maybe yeah, the highway was absolutely back. who knows. There could have been a number of reasons. But, but that's also, aggressive to take the food away. You don't take I'm bringing the food, the food back. Like, what are you going to do with the food, though? You can't take it back to yeah, the restaurant. No, the restaurant's not going to take it back. No. You got free lunch and dinner? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Taking the food away. That's a move, though, huh? Yes. Come on now. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Hi, this is the Roz and Mocha Show. Who's this? Hi, my name's Paige. What's up, Paige? Well, um, I was listening to episode 60 last night of the podcast and um, heard Roz say something. And I realized I haven't heard this in a long time. Um, so he said, shut up, Maury. And I haven't heard that in, yeah, a long time. Oh, my God. Oh, the, wow. The, the, the shut up, Maury song. Yep. The dubstep remix. Wow. Yep. You're only on episode 60. How long ago did you start listening to the podcast? Um, I started a long time ago, but then yeah. stopped because I just didn't have time. But now I listen to it all day at work. So I've binged like 20 episode episodes in the past month. And are you going in chronological order? Oh, yeah. I have okay. to. Wow. So you don't even know anything beyond that. Wow. And episode 60 was like years ago. Yeah, it was tw- it's like Christmas 2018. Yeah. Holy cow. Jeez, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, so yeah. The, the, the shut up, more. If I remember this correctly, it was my kid, Roxy, who was young, yeah. like real young, who had said, shut up, Maury. And that's what got remixed, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now I get it. Oh, geez. And did we play the Shut Up Maury remix on the podcast? No. Oh, we no, didn't? and the way you said it was exactly how Roxy said it. So I was like waiting for it. And Shut yeah, up, Maury. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can yeah. make that happen for you. Awesome. Thank you, guys. All right. uh, wait, Paige, before we let you go, uh, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Um, oh, I thought about this a lot. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Roz. Okay. Do you have a reason? Why are you laughing, Maury? Because... Roz was like sitting there waiting for like some big extravagant <laughs> explanations and nothing happened. <laughs> he Typical. sat back in his chair. <laughs> Typical. Well, I knew I knew that Mocha would ask. So uh-huh. yeah, thanks. <laughs> Troll job. Yeah, I know. Level one hundred. I love it. <laughs> just your sarcasm and your humor and the way you talk about your family, Mocha. You talk about your family in an amazing way too. But just. 
I don't know. Roz gets me. Oh, Roz talks about his family <laughs> and in a more amazing way? <laughs> no, no, no. No, in the same way, but it's just amazing for both right. you guys. Uh, okay. Sorry my family isn't amazing for you. Love you, so Paige. Great. Love you. Thank you. Uh, Good morning. Uh, oh. That would be awesome. Uh, uh, Jesus. Uh, Good morning. Uh, Oh. Oh, yeah, man. Shut up, Maury. Satisfy, satisfy. Shut up, shut up, Maury. Uh, yo, yo. Shut up, yo, yo. Shut up, uh, yeah. Dreidel, dreidel. Shut up, Maury. I made it out of clay. Get your claws up, little monsters. Good morning. Get your claws up, little monsters. Good morning. Shut up, Maury! Yeah, man. Shut up, Maury! Damn it, Maury. Shut up, Maury! Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Rihanna got a new project on the way. Oh, yeah? But it's not an album. <laughs> Again. And I feel like this is the third or fourth time. She working on now. Where we talk about a project that Rihanna's got going on and yeah. it's not music related. Well, but she's like, and I feel at this point now. It's a troll job. Completely. <laughs> I feel because Rihanna knows that her fans want a new album or like at least one new song. Yeah. That she is now finding other things to do in her life to prevent her from making a song or an album. Right. Just busying herself. How up. long has it been? When was that last album? Four years ago? Yeah. Was it four years ago, guys? Four or five years ago? And I think a year and a half now, we had found out that she was working on her ninth album, and it was supposed to be like a double album where one was going to be all dance, all tracks. Right. And like... Side B or disc two, whatever, yeah, would have been like all pop R&B songs, right? And then that's it, just kind of like faded away. <laughs> there was no official <laughs> announcement, Rihanna will not be recording, Rihanna will not be. It was like her makeup line just completely took off. But here's the thing is that, <sighs> and she doesn't need to, no. she doesn't need to release an album. No, no, right? no, 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 you're absolutely, you're absolutely right, but. The idea now, it's a, it's a, this is a new thing with artists cranking out albums year after year and single after single where it's this nonstop stream of music. It was very normal years ago for somebody to go three years in between albums. Mm -hmm. It was very normal. And nobody would complain. Four years even, right? Like yeah. you, you, would, you would anticipate it. You would know it was coming. But it, three years was nothing. To wait in between albums. And now you can't go a season without no. new material. No, not at all. Rihanna's last album was Anti, and that was released in 2016. Yeah. But she had released since 2005 one album a year. Yeah. Up until like 2010. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was like every year and a half. You got or spoiled. Whatever. You got spoiled. And now right? we're getting a cookbook. I know. A cookbook. <laughs> I know. But, I'm, but I'll tell you, this is my thing, though. It's like I'm interested in Rihanna. I think that everything that Rihanna does is, 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 is a smash. I really like 
her taste in things. Yeah. Right. I like I like the place that she's carved out for herself for herself. I'm very interested in the cookbook. Yeah, are I you? know you want the record. I know, <laughs> I know you want the record. I'm kind of excited for the cookbook. Okay, too, so this so. is this is my thing. Do they say what's in the cookbook or no? It's all Caribbean dishes. Oh, see, there we go. Right. right. So I'm okay with that. I yeah. would love an album. Yeah. But I'm also okay with the Rihanna cookbook as well. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Emily. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Doing great. You're out in BC, right? Yes, I am. All right. Shout out to everyone in BC. So what's up? Um, well, I'm terrified to move to Toronto with my boyfriend. Ooh. Yeah, you were with this. Hey, Razumoka, fix my life. Uh, you and your boyfriend have been dating for about three and a half years, and uh, he's the one who actually introduced you to us. Oh, nice. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. You said that when you started dating, you dated for around a year long distance, and then he moved to BC for you, and you said it's been about two years now in BC, and he wants to move back to Toronto, and you say that you need advice on if you should uproot your entire life and actually do it, especially because you are terrified having never left BC before. Well, he sounds like a yeah. smart guy because he introduced you to us. Thank you. So you should probably oh just goodness. move. He a- loves you guys. <laughs> okay. So a couple, a couple of things. One, when it comes to uprooting and moving for love, uh, there's a couple of questions that you should always ask yourself or even ask each other as a couple. And question number one is, would they do that for you? And you're in a unique position where you already know the answer for that, which is, yes, he would he would do that for you. Right. Yeah. Because nobody ever wants to feel that they are willing to give up more or compromise more in a relationship than their partner does, uh, because that breeds resentment and that will never end well for you. And then the other thing is moving doesn't fix problems. So if there's problems existing right now that are prompting the move, uh, a move isn't going to fix any of those. It's probably going to make those problems worse. Right, right. Okay? So, so when he left Toronto to move to BC for you, did he like leave everyone and everything behind and he came out there solo? Yeah, he okay. was born and raised in Toronto. His whole family is there and all his family is pretty much his best friends as well. Yeah. So when he left, he pretty much left everything. Kind of like me, he was born and raised there. So all of his life was there. The only person that was here in BC was his brother. So that was something good to know. But then his brother moved back to Toronto as well. So Uh, now there's no one. (laughs) Are you going to be able to have a life outside of your boyfriend if you move to Toronto? I mean, I would hope so. I would love to make friends and kind of get to know. I think it's just so scary. I've never moved so far away. What about work? And it's it, Yeah, with work as well. I mean, I do have experience in a couple of fields, so I feel it would be easier, although I'm so happy in my job right now. So that's why it just worries me a little hmm. bit. So have you, have you looked thing. into getting a job in in toronto and and does your boyfriend like does he have something lined up already as well he does he's a for him i feel it would be really easy Mm -hmm. i think it would just be harder for me especially not knowing when where to go when i have to go to interviews maybe so that's kind of scary the great thing that you have going for you right now is all of that stuff all of those interviews everything is all happening over zoom Mm mm-hmm 
So, so you're not going to, nobody's going to ask you to fly because nobody's going to have you come in anyway. Uh, I would say this, and that is I would maybe line up a job before you move. Before I fully move. Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah, I, yes. I would I would at least get, get some really good leads on what you can do before, because you're going to get here and Toronto is a very overwhelming place. <laughs> And I, I think that the one complaint that people have or the one thing you notice about people who didn't grow up uh, directly in the city or even just outside of the city is Toronto takes a very long time for it to feel like home. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> There's people I know people so that have lived. I know people that have lived in Toronto 20 years and they still don't call it home. Really? No. Wow. What, yeah. do your, what do your family and friends think about all this, Emily? What have they said? Well, my friends are very supportive. They love me and Moses, so they totally agree that I should kind of change it up a little bit and see where life takes me. Now, my family, it's a bit more difficult because I do have a very young sister, so it kind of breaks my heart to leave her. And my mom and my dad are definitely not <laughs> very happy with that decision. Do they like your boyfriend, though? They do. They oh, okay. really do like him. I think it's just hard. They're very <laughs> traditional Hispanic parents, so the children don't really move away. Right. <laughs> Until it's time for marriage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's it's tough. You're you're in a you're in an interesting position. Um, but I don't think it's a bad one. I, I think that one of the things that you guys should maybe discuss is, and maybe you don't have to have, have a huge conversation about it, is that this may not even be the last time that yeah. you guys both uproot and move somewhere else. Interesting. You know, just look at this as adventure part two, and there may be a part three and a part four. That's something kind of that I mentioned to him because I know he really wants to move back to Toronto for his family. Yeah. He's really close to them, which is a little bit opposite of me because I'm not very close to my family and I don't have a big family. So I know for him, it's really being close to them. And I told him as well that maybe they might move away one day. And you've never been you've never been to Toronto. I actually have. When okay. we used to do long distance, I used to visit all the time. Yeah, it's tough. Hey, I mean, you guys sound like you're in love and you, you know, he, he moved there for you. And <laughs> to me, yeah. it kind of sounds like I, you want to, you do want to move with him. Yeah, I think so. I think I'm, I'm just scared like to feel like alone maybe, or to feel a little bit like scared and intimidated in such a big area. Let me just give you one piece of advice before moving from Toronto. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't make the mistake that other people who are from BC do when they move to Toronto which is drone on and on and on and on about BC. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's so true though. It's yeah. so true. She knows. People, yeah. Emily knows. Okay. I promise I won't even mention Vancouver. Vancouver's the past. <laughs> hey Emily, and I'll tell you what, uh, if you do decide to make the move, then feel free if you're ever feeling lost or scared or uh, confused about anything, you just call Razamoka. Okay. You just give us a call anytime. Oh my goodness, thank you so much. Well, well, help calm your nerves, okay? Thank you, this means the world. Thank you so much. (laughs) Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. How's everybody feeling? Good? Yeah, I had an egg yesterday. I can't eat eggs anymore, I don't think. Why? I don't know. You're at the point in your life where you can't have eggs anymore? Yeah, I get egg belly. What's What's that? that? I don't know, it doesn't sit well with me anymore. What kind of an egg? I just made like a scrambled egg yesterday. What'd you put in it? Just egg. No salt, pepper. Yeah, I put salt and pepper on everything. Hmm. Did you add something to it that you don't normally add? No, just butter. Weird. 
It's and it only eggs. It only eggs. You I didn't get like egg. mix it with milk or anything? No. What no. about smoked salmon? No. Smoked salmon? I put smoked salmon in my scrambled eggs. Oh. How much God. money do you make, bro? I know. What are you, the mayor? <laughs> <laughs> smoked salmon? Smoke, it's a bougie egg. I love smoked salmon and scrambled eggs. Really? Oh, it's the best. Did you have that growing up? All the time. You did, huh? Oh, my God. Who made you smoke salmon and scrambled eggs? My grandmother, and it was usually on the funeral platter. <laughs> you went to a lot of funerals, like, huh? <laughs> when you say, I grew up on on smoked salmon and scrambled eggs, and then and then your next sentence is, I used to have them at funerals. Like, that's a sad <laughs> life, man. I know. That's a sad, that's a well, sad life. The was always smoked salmon or a clump of tuna and a clump of, of herring. What do you mean? When you say clump, what do you mean a clump? You mean like a ball? Yeah, like there's usually like like an ice cream scoop full on the platter or whatever. Like, you know, just right. like a ball of, yeah, a ball of tuna. Yeah. And then what do you eat it with? Like you pick it up with your hands? Oh, there's like bagels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? You just walk up, you take a handful of tuna? A <laughs> hunk of tuna? You don't like that? No? Yeah, that, that's when you don't like to share, right? Yeah. Like bowl, bowl of chips is fine. Yeah. Sure. Everybody, everybody picking at tuna. But what's the difference though? Like a handful of tuna? What's the difference? You tell me right now. What's the difference? Okay. If there's a bowl of chips on the table. Yes. Okay. And you and Maury are in the same room and you uh-huh. both walk up and you put your hand in the bowl and you grab some chips. Maury puts his hand in the bowl and grabs some chips. Then right beside that on a separate plate, there's a ball of tuna. Yeah. You say that you're not going to share it? <laughs> well, there's a big well, but difference. What, what, but what's the hang up there though? Chips are a hard substance, whereas tuna is like a liquidy sort of moist substance. No, no, no. no. It's about sharing. Okay. It's not about grabbing it with your hand. It's about sharing it with somebody with your hands. Like if there was no utensils, you were expected to pick at it with your fingers. I would have no problem with that. Not but, even like a spoon? No, like no spoon. No, spoon. no, 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 no. You like, you would, like you would walk in and you'd go, oh, I smell tuna. And then you would look over and more would have just pinched a little bit off the top. And then it would be your turn after that. And if you want tuna, you got to use your fingers. You wouldn't do it. At that point, I'd just say I'm allergic to fish. You, you would, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, so the weekend finally took off all the bandages in his, okay new, in his new video. Yeah. And what was underneath was it was all prosthetics and everything else. But what he revealed finally was I guess the character had gone through some incredible cosmetic surgery where he has like the super pinched nose and his super like all the fillers to make his cheekbones really high. Like can you want to see those people who are really affected by like Michael Jackson fillers style? and plastic surgery? Yeah, but more normalized. Uh-huh. Like when you go to Los Angeles and you see the people that have oh, yeah. that and they look and like they they're all th- look the same. They look like their own race. Completely, like it looks yeah. like they're all from some country that you don't know about and they've all just moved to LA. Like they they look like a race of people. Um, so that's what was underneath the bandages was oh. bad plastic surgery. Gotcha. And he looks weird Okay. in the video, just so you know. That video, by the way, for Save Your Tears yeah, uh, that was just released yesterday, still trending, number one on YouTube right now at, uh, let me see here, 4.8 million views. 4.9. Crazy. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Private Eyes starring Jason Priestley and Cindy Sampson. Season 4 debuts tonight at 10 on Global, so we'll have this entire season to look forward to, plus another season after that as they just wrapped Season 5 last month. 
Jason Priestley, homie, welcome back to the Raza Mocha Show. Uh, what's going on, boys? How are you? We're doing good. We're doing good. You must be thrilled. New season of Private Eyes that you guys are still able to uh, to get this done, get this made uh, in time for the debut tonight. Yes, we are very excited to be bringing the season back to you guys uh, tonight. Uh, it's a new episode coming. You know, we, you know the, uh, the the fall season ended right before the holidays. And now it is uh, continuing on tonight, 10 o'clock, new time slot. Uh, so I just wanted to make sure we got the word out to everyone that they knew that the show was coming back. Tonight, 10 o'clock, be there. It's very exciting. <laughs> uh, does anything, anything COVID-related make it into this new season of Private Eyes? No, no. The, 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 well, these episodes that are, that are starting again tonight are the episodes we shot last year. So there was no COVID around. Gotcha, gotcha, uh, gotcha. We shot those. The, one, the ones that we just finished shooting uh, right before the holidays, we, we, there's no COVID, uh, nothing. All the COVID stuff happened off screen. Yeah, it's gotcha. interesting because it's sh- sh- every show had to make that decision on whether to mm-hmm. whether to include it and uh, uh it's yep. interesting that um that you guys that you guys didn't uh could want a lot of uh, some of those shows some of those shows did when you left and went back to LA what was it like yep. what kind of world did you walk back into when you went back to Los Angeles to sort of be there full time and not dipping back and forth dude LA is like LA is it's like it's 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 weird here it's like it's, like it's almost post apocalyptic here yeah. it's like everything is Everything is in full lockdown. Everything is closed. All the, you know, all the, all the storefronts, uh, you know, where I live are all boarded up. Wow. It's, um, it's, it's kind of crazy. It's, it's, it's wild. Um, it, it was looking like shows were going to get to sort of start getting back into production. And now that the only thing everybody's hearing is that everything is now being delayed. They just pushed the Grammys. They're not letting shows in LA go back to film. So what's happening? No. What's happening with you? When are, when do you, when can you go back to work? Well, I, you know what, I, I, we're, we're not sure. I mean, we, you know, I, you know, obviously we just finished our season, right. You know, in the middle of December, right before we broke for, uh, for Christmas uh, holidays. Um, so we probably, you know, we, we weren't even uh, planning to go back. Uh, earliest was going to be, you know, later this spring anyway, probably, yeah. you know, March, April, something like that. So hopefully we'll be able to go back uh, at that point in time. Um, fingers crossed because, uh, you know, this season has been very uh, successful for us. And, you know, we, we love bringing, bringing our show to, to the people and, um, uh, you know, certainly at this time, you know, it's great to, to have a, a show like ours that's, you know, that's light and, and, mm-hmm. and funny and that people enjoy watching, uh, and, and isn't, you know, it isn't a hospital show where people are coming in with COVID and, yeah. you know, like it's, you know, it's something that's a distraction. You know, I think that's important. Uh, Jason Priestley is on the Raza Moga show. Season four of private eyes is tonight at 10 o'clock. I saw a lot of people, um, reacting to that old picture of you, uh, as Brandon on set of Jeopardy. Oh yeah. With Alex. Yeah. With Alex. Yeah. That was, that was really sad, man. Alex was, you know, I mean, I, you know, I, and I, I, I think I said it in that uh, Instagram post, you yeah. know, like Alex and I played hockey together for, for years and years and years. We played on this, on this, uh, this uh, celebrity all-star hockey team. And we, and we traveled all over North America and we played hockey together and, and raised money for, uh, for charity all over, uh, North America and, uh, and and we played hockey together just in, in Los Angeles. We played on a team together. And so I, you know, I, I played, I, you know, I laced up my skates with him for years and years and years. And he was, he was, uh, he was everything you wanted uh, him to be. He was, he was funny and he was charming and he was a great raconteur. And, 
uh, he was uh, he was a really really great fun awesome guy and he was a he, he was a great loss uh, him to to a lot of people because he touched a lot of people's lives and he was just a he was just a first class guy. Uh, he was, he will be missed. And when you start talking to more and more people who knew Alex Trebek probably as well as you did, a very underrated world class roaster too. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He was he was funny. He was he was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Was he one of those guys that like whenever you saw him, like one of the first things out of his mouth was like a diss towards you, like a playful <laughs> joke? <laughs> Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so. Yeah. That's so. And very sly. He was very dry and very sly about it. Yeah, he was good, but always with a twinkle in his eye. You know, he was. Yeah, he was good. Uh, Jenny and Tori had said on their podcast just a little, not that long ago that they wanted, they would like to see just a straight up reboot of Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Where's your feelings towards that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason oh Priestley, God. everybody. <laughs> oh my God. I, you know, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Yo, what if they ask you to direct it? What if they ask you to direct it? Yeah, sure. Before we let you go, your Instagram and your social feed during the first lockdown was so entertaining because it was you, you let your foodie freak fly and everything was just all food all the time. Are you getting back to that now? Yeah. Do you think? Well, you know what? I, uh, yeah, you know what? Yes, I'm going to get back to that. I had to get through the holidays. I think I'm I'm gonna have to get back to that because it was really fun for me to 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 document all the fun stuff that I was making. I have been making lots of awesome food. I just haven't been documenting it very well. I apologize to, to all of my foodie friends, but uh, I'll, I'll I'll be better. It's hard. That's it's hard to do. Solution. I'm gonna be better on my Instagram. I, I promise I'll be better. It's hard to do because to get one great shot of what you cook for dinner on Instagram, by the time you eat it, it's goddamn cold. Yeah, freezing. That's right. There's, there's a lot of pressure, man. I'm really feeling the pressure. Uh, Private Eye season four episodes return tonight, ten o'clock. Jason Priestley. Always a pleasure having you on the Raza Mocha Show. You know we love you, man. Thank you, guys. Love you. I'll talk to you soon. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Oh, line one, you're on the air. <laughs> hey, how are you, Mocha? <laughs> What's up, Rob? buddy? Who's this? It's Rob. What's going on, Rob? Not much, man. Just wanted to know if I could do the news. Oh. Yeah, baby. You sound pretty confident, bro. Yeah, man. I got that throat. Throat's ready. Okay. You got that throat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, you know what to do. Alright, Mocha, you ready? Yeah! Let's do the news! Here you go, ain't got no problem with that one. <laughs> Bravo, sir. Thank you, Rob. Alright, do I get to see who my favorite is? Oh, sure. Yeah. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Alright, Mocha, you're the best, but Roz reminds me of my dad. <laughs> I'm good at that. I love you both, bro. I love you both. Yo, just oh, out of curiosity, how old is your dad? 63. Okay. <laughs> and does he wear tight pants and he's grumpy all the time? Oh, tight, tight pants, scarf, and he loves his hair. Okay, shut up. <laughs> Don't call. Uh, thank you for calling. Call back anytime. Thanks a lot. Love you guys. Bye. A Roz and Mocha show and Kiss 92.5 news break. Um, over 1.4 billion WhatsApp calls were made on New Year's Eve. 
Of course. I could see that. Jesus. My WhatsApp was blowing up. Was it? You have WhatsApp? Yeah, man. That's crazy. I have one group chat. Yeah. With a bunch of folks that I went to elementary school with. No, you don't. I do. You do not. I do. Really? Yeah. Wow. And then, like, conversations just keep going every single day. Really? Yeah. Every day. I don't know if anybody that I went to elementary school with has my number. Yeah, that's your choice, not theirs. <laughs> you know what I mean. No, I mean, it would be nice. <laughs> you want me to invite it. you to one of these group chats? No, no, I'm Are good. Sure? I got all the friends I need. <laughs> one. <laughs> Both of them. Hey, shut up, one. That's not cool, man. Uh, Ken Jennings may tweet himself out of a job. No, what happened? Yeah, so Ken Jennings is a history of saying sketchy things. I thought Ken Jennings from the very beginning was just not the right person to... Um, take over Jeopardy because he's not charming, and I'm not saying that charming is everything, but you you have to you have to have that thing that makes you likable, mm. and there's something very unlikable about Ken Jennings because he's um, like a robot. And there's a lot of things that are very very unlikable at Ken Jennings when you start going through his tweet history. And I'm not a huge fan of going through people's tweet history, but when you also associate yourself with other people who are extremely questionable, mm. racist, anti-Semitic things, everything else, and then you come out and defend them. That's the position that Ken Jennings is in now. So he does a podcast uh, with a, guy, a musician named John Roderick, and John Roderick was trending over the weekend with the, the I don't know if you saw Be- um, Bean Dad trending. Oh, yeah. Okay, so what, even okay, yeah, yeah. so what Bean Dad was is that he put out a series of tweets talking about how his daughter spent six hours, his nine-year-old daughter spent six hours trying to figure out how to use the can opener to open a can of beans, and he wouldn't help her. So I think I saw part of that because she's nine right. started trending. Yes, Correct. Like yes. That, right. She's well. nine. Bean dad and yeah, all okay. of this, all of this other, all of this other stuff. Um, so Ken Jennings does a podcast with this guy. And then what happened was people started going through this guy's history, Bean Dan's, Bean dad's history uh, and digging up some really vile things mm. that he's tweeted in the past, like some really vile things uh, that he's tweeted. And in his bio, it says, I host a podcast with Ken Jennings. So then Ken Jennings jumped in when everybody was going after Bean Dad and said, if we're word searching through old tweets, it's pretty easy to find what he actually thinks about anti-Semitism on our show. He's always the pro-Israel one because there was a lot of anti-Semitism uh, on his mm. on his old tweets. And also Ken Jennings last week had to apologize for his own old tweets where he said, hey, I just want to own up to the fact that over the years on Twitter, I've definitely tweeted some uh, unartful and insensitive things. Sometimes they worked as jokes in my head and I was dismayed to see how they read on screen. But I think that that practice may have given the impression that I stand by every failed joke I've ever posted here. Not at all. And so he's now defending Bean Dad. He's now having to defend his own tweet history. And he's scheduled to yes. be the celebrity or cele- quote unquote celebrity fill-in yes. uh, host of Jeopardy like next week. Yes. He should weeks. just shut up. Yeah. Just he should talking, just bro. shut up. He's going to tweet himself out of a job mm. is what he's going to do because this is like it's not over for him right now with all this. It's because once they start digging again, all this stuff's going to come back. And the last thing Ken's Jenning, Ken Jennings needs is, you know, his tweets from the past yeah. coming back to haunt him right now because they're still there. They're Dumb still ass. there. A Harvard professor says that an alien visited in 2017 and more are coming. Just Where? Just saying. 
So, okay, listen to this, though. So let me read you this article. Uh, when the first sign of intelligent life visits us from outer space, it yeah. won't be a giant saucer hovering, hovering over New York City. It's most likely going to be uh, alien civilization trash. Say that again? Alien what? Alien garbage. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So Avi Loeb, the chair of Harvard's Department of Astronomy, believes that he's already found some of that garbage. In his upcoming book, Extra Extraterrestrial, The First Sign of Intelligent Life Beyond Earth, he lays out a compelling case for why an object that recently wandered into our solar system was not just another rock, but actually a piece of alien tech. Hmm. The object in question traveled toward our solar system from the direction of Vega a nearby star 25 light years away. The object was first spotted at an observatory in Hawaii and called mm. Oumuamua. Oumuamua. Which is Hawaiian for scout. Oh. As space travelers go, it was relatively small, only 100 yards long. But it was a big deal to the scientific community and especially this Harvard professor. Enough for him to write a book. So, yeah. So it was the first interstellar object ever detected inside our solar system. At first, scientists thought that it was an ordinary comet. Mm -hmm. But he said that that assumption ran the risk of allowing, quote, the familiar to define what we might discover. This is how he explains it. What would happen if a caveman saw a cell phone? He sees rocks his entire life, and he would have thought that that cell phone was just a shiny rock, meaning you have nothing to compare it to. He goes on to say that that thinking, that thinking goes against what we should be looking at objects. What planet did this come from? They don't know what planet it came from. Oh. But to him, we all, everybody else saw this as just a big giant rock. But he's like, use the caveman theory, okay? Mm -hmm. If you just think that it's a big giant rock, when the only thing that we see in our telescopes are big giant rocks, we see something we're only going to say to ourselves that it's a big giant rock. Mm -hmm. That's the wrong way to think. You have to start thinking that maybe it's garbage from other solar systems and other civilizations. Or poop. Or poop. What if it's alien 100 poop? meters long. Who pooped that? A big alien. Right. That's why we don't do this. Oh, my woohoo. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. No, oh, thank you. Run. Yeah. Oh, my woohoo. Run. <laughs> okay. It's not cool. It's not cool. Movies that were supposed to come out in 2021 that all got pushed. Mm-hmm. Are you interested in finding out when some of these are going to start rolling out? I just the, assume everything year? gets yeah. pushed. So coming to America March 5th, yeah. that's on Amazon, I believe. Yep. Uh, the King's Man, which is the third movie in the Kingsman series. Love. That's March 12th. Okay. Uh, Morbius, March 19th. This is the Spider-Man spinoff starring Jared Leto. Okay. Don't know anything about that. Sounds cool to me. Mm -hmm. uh, no Time to Die, the new James Bond, April 2nd. A Quiet Place, April 23rd. Black Ooh. Widow, May 7th. Free Guy with wow. Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Black Widow, that's like a full year after Dude. it was supposed to come out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And Free Guy, finally? Free Guy, finally, May 21st. Mm -hmm. uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh, that's happening May 21st as well. Spiral, uh, which is the Chris Rock Saw sequel. Oh, right. Yeah, oh, my God. I that totally happened. forgot about that. Uh, that is happening uh, May 21st. F and they just finished, I think they finished filming that 
right before the pandemic yes, started, right? Yes, yes. Wow. Uh, Fast 9, May 28th, Ghostbusters Afterlife, June 11th, uh, In the Heights. This is the Lin-Manuel Miranda um, movie, June 18th. Top Gun Maverick, yes. July 2nd. Oh, you and I are so going day uh, one. Uh, Jungle Cruise, July 30th. Candyman, August 27th. Death of the Nile, uh, September 17th. Dune, October oh my God, 1st. Finally. Uh, Halloween Kills, October 15th. Eternals. Remember, this is the movie that Kunal and, Kunal, uh, and Johnny got jacked for. That's a Marvel movie, That's right? That's a Marvel movie, yeah. yeah. Uh, Eternals, November 5th. And then finally, Steven Spielberg's West Side Story uh, on December 10th. You know, I finally... Did you watch Soul on Disney Plus? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's sad. Yeah, all those we, movies are so sad, man. Loved. That movie made my wife cry, though. That, yeah, it's very yeah, sad. It really yes, did. Yes, I know. And you know what other one? I showed her the trailer for... The Justin Timberlake Palmer movie? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Did that make her cry, too? Bald. Really? Yeah. See, Just a trailer, go. man. I know. I so know. I was like, this is going to be one of those movies where I have to watch it alone. Yeah. Because she won't watch it with me. You're going to watch I that she, alone? I might have to. God, that sounds unhealthy. She said she'll try. She said she'll try. Sounds, but I'm like, you guys have yo, a very just, unhealthy relationship. We just watched a two and a half minute trailer and you bald. I know. You have a very unhealthy relationship where you both want to watch something sad, but you want to watch it alone. <laughs> that is a very unhealthy relationship. <laughs> Roz and Mocha QA. Love this part of the podcast. This is where we answer the questions that you ask. Uh, we get all these questions from Instagram, by the way, at Kiss925. Hi, Goalie. How are you? Hey, guys. Good morning. How are you? Good. Uh, am I saying it right? Is it Goalie? You got it. Okay. So what is your question for the room? So uh, what advice would you give us ladies? Online dating um, sucks during COVID and we're all becoming hopeless. Well. So you want <sighs> advice on what? Like how to hook up? <sighs> no. Um, so honestly, uh what I want advice on is these interactions are, you know, you say one thing wrong and the whole thing is just, it's, it's, it's over. Um, Give it, us an example. Is, Cause it sounds like you've been through a lot <laughs> during COVID I, with trying to get together with a dude. So like, give us an example of no, like a failed attempt. Failed attempt. Perfect example. Uh, I meet this guy, we hit it off. We're talking and then we set up a date. And we say, okay, like on a Saturday, okay, we're going to meet for Monday, no problem. Okay, cool. Sunday comes around. Hey, how about we meet around 2 over 1, uh, you know, set up a loose time. Okay, no problem. Monday comes. Um, he texts me at 9 a.m., of course. Like, I slept in. It's holidays. I wake up. See the text. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Didn't see your text. And he sent me this long paragraph saying, Hey, goalie, like, you know, I really take it as a disrespect. You didn't answer me on time, and uh, I made other plans, and um, basically, like, I can't see you. And I'm like, okay, but I understand. I I do apologize that I got back to you late, and uh, we're on today. And he's like, okay, you know what? I'll text you. If If you're free and I'm free, then we'll meet up. And I never hear from him again, and I get ghosted. So a lot of these interactions are, you know, they're coming off. People are not being their authentic selves. I spent, for example, me, um, during the whole COVID, I used to compete internationally. I stopped. I gained a lot of weight. I focused on myself to lose that weight. Um, And I took time to get over a breakup to really work on myself, to be putting myself out there so that I'm not putting putting in my, any of my baggage on anybody else. Mm-hmm. And 
now, you know, going through these situations, it's really hard to keep being resilient and keep an open mind with every interaction that comes because not everybody is being their authentic self. When I'm kind of getting scared of going old and alone. So, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like Carrie Bradshaw in Sex in the City, except without the sex and without the city since we're in lockdown. <laughs> oh, <so>. girl. Okay. <laughs> uh, Yo, is there a chance that this guy, when he was like talking to you through this app or however it is you guys met, like he was just talking to other chicks too? For sure. Of you know, course. and that's another yeah. thing. It's kind of like with these apps, it's always like, oh, there's always going to be something better. And it's that mindset that is so bad. Um, and for sure, yeah, he could be. He could be talking to, you know, five other chicks for all I know. Or lying about his the way that he is and how busy he is and probably has an ego about how I didn't text back. And maybe it's in his own insecurities as well that are coming in. So you never know. I think, that sounds like a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's evident. Yeah. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. right, Maury. He's like a total, total jerk. Um, but I think that the problem now, just fundamentally with dating, and I thank my, I'm so grateful that I don't have to be a part of this world. And I think that the fundamental problem with dating in this sort of modern world is it's the first time in history that mediocre humans, and I don't mean mediocre as in mediocre looking, Mm -hmm. I mean mediocre people. It's the first time in history where mediocre people, when it comes to dating, have had infinite options. Mm -hmm. It's not supposed to work that way. Somebody who is... Trash. Trash should not be able to live a life with infinite options. Mm-hmm. The world isn't supposed to work that way. The, you, know, you know what I mean? And, and, th- yeah. that, and, that, and that's a problem. And when you don't, and I don't know where this attitude came from with people, with the idea of disrespect, like screw you. The, the idea that you don't write somebody back because you're sleeping in and they say you disrespected me. Like, what does that even mean? I don't even know what that means. Because to Goalie's point, like this guy was probably, you know, feeling himself a little bit too much. That's what I mean. Because he's talking to so many other people. Yes, because he, he has was like, infinite, how dare you? Yes, yes. He has infinite options and people shouldn't have to have infinite options. The currency for individuals now has gone so low that hooking up is so easy and it's so fluid that it means nothing. Like you used to have to put in a little bit of effort, a little bit of time and take a chance and be vulnerable and maybe make a mistake and hope for a second date. Now you live in a world where if you don't write him back by noon, a mediocre individual could be with somebody else by eight. Mm -hmm. But I'll say this, though. I'm glad that she was able to see his true colors this early and not later in the relationship. But I don't know if anybody, like, I don't know, I I don't know how many people, quote-unquote, good people there are. I think that when you're in the dating world that is an app-based dating world, I think that it is too, it's it's flooded with people who are playing a game. Mm -hmm. And it's mm-hmm. a game. The that bad it's, outweigh the good. It, 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 it's a game that they want to win, and winning is finding somebody random, connecting with them, hooking up. That's a point, and then you move on to the next. And it's about banking points as opposed to looking for somebody to build something well, meaningful. Longer with. the days when you would see like a good-looking person at a grocery store, and you'd gain enough courage to go up and that was terrible tap them on yeah. the shoulders. 
It was terrible. That took a lot of balls. It took yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of guts to do that. And for both men and women, for a woman to walk up to a guy in a bar or on a bus or whatever it is, you know, and now we can't, we don't live in that world. Now it is, it's, that's a microaggression walking up to somebody in public now and telling them that you, you know, you like them and you might want their number. You can't even do that to people anymore. And especially or, now, now where, that's what I mean. where we're supposed to be like socially distanced. Yeah. Well, you, right? you have courage to show up to somebody's place, knock on the door you're all nervous. They open the door no, and they say, don't. sorry, this isn't going to work. And they close the door on no, you. No, you don't go to somebody's house who you don't know. Yeah. Okay. Like, don't, don't not do. Cool. It's not. Don't take that advice, goalie. That's not No, I meant cool. for a hookup when you set it up and then they open the door and oh. they're like, oh, this isn't going to work. And then they close the door on your face. So when did that happen to you? Oh, many times. Many times. So where oh, were you wow. hooking up with people? Oh, like if you, no, if you set it up and you're like, okay, come but on. No, 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 no. But like, where are you finding these people? Oh, it was on like Craigslist. Craigslist. Oh my God. <laughs> that's like the Luca guy. That's how he killed people. Yeah, Craigslist killer. Yeah, yeah, the, the Craigslist killer. Hold on, I just gotta find something. Give me one oh, second. Boy. So you would go on Craigslist. Oh me? Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> no, me. And 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 you would have conversations with dudes. Yeah. And then arrange. A hookup. Yes. And you would show up at their place, and as soon as they took one look at you, They're they like, were this like, isn't no? going to work, and then close the door. <laughs> oh, man. And then you have to walk home. Wow. And I thought I had it best. Cole is like, yo, I feel way better about my situation now. You're welcome. <laughs> you know what, guys? Never mind. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ross, yeah. what are you Googling? The Craigslist section's no, closed no, now. No, no, stop it, Maury. <laughs> One thing Ross did a while ago, I, I remember he was giving dating advice, and uh. he's like, you know, with COVID and whatnot, people are like, come over. And you, you tell the guy, like, listen, I'm not a couch dater. And I said that to one guy. He was like, yeah, play, played it off cool a little bit. And then the next day he, like, unmatched me. Like, his messages, everything disappeared. I was like, oh. Oh, so that's okay. what he was looking oh, for then. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know, Goalie. Um, it's tough, especially now, tough. right, where we all have to stay at home. I say you just keep not playing the game, but, like, yeah. keep at it. <laughs> yeah. Right? What because there are, there are, you know, good amongst the bad, but it's then – how do you filter that? Whatever happened to the term, you'll find somebody perfect when you're not looking for them? Yeah. I don't even know if that's possible anymore because everybody's looking. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's such a weird world. Hey, Shem, come in here for a second. Shem's single. We're all like three people who are married. Like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's me. Shem, Shem, what's what's the trick to what's the 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 trick to making a lasting impression, or what's what's the problem with dating right now? Um, well, look, I think it's all, it's all, it all depends on what you're looking for, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. if you're looking for a relationship, then I think it is a little bit more challenging because I think most people don't want to put forth the effort. I think people want to get to, like, if you look at the relationship as like an alphabet, people want to get to Z like right away. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And if you Mm -hmm. don't find that initial spark, if you don't fall in love right away within the first like week or month, people just give up and they move on to the next thing. Hmm. Again, it, it all depends on motivation, right? Like, if you're just looking to hook up, as you said, it's easy. Are you on the you apps? You're not on the apps, are nah, you? Nah, nah, come on. No. You, you were, though. You have been. No, those were fake accounts. No, fake no. accounts. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Fake. Oh, so you've never oh, been You've never no. been on, on uh, what is that thing called? Like, well, Tinder Hinge and you, Tinder. You've never no. been on Tinder? I've had my picture used on Tinder. Good for you. Uh, right? Yeah. That's what I said, man. Eh? Good for you. Not a bad endorsement. <laughs> no, you, know, you don't know what kind of action you were getting, though. That's the thing, because it was somebody faking it, right? Listen, it's rough now. I kind of... 
wish I was on. So why, why, why not on Tinder? You know what it is? I'm, I'm incredibly paranoid yeah. uh, when it comes to things like that. I, I always sort of worry that, and again, this might sound really stupid, but I always worry that somebody's going to like see, see what I do and they're going to ask, what, what do you do? And then they're going to troll me. Yeah. They're going to like screen grab like our text messages. We'll probably get a little dirty. They're going to, they're going to go, they're going to go Maury on you. Yeah. I was just Yeah. <laughs> Join that uh, the dating program for celebrities. I well, I'm not a celebrity. Oh, Raya, right? You could get on Raya. I think, I think you can get on Raya. Yeah, I don't even know what Raya. What is Raya, this? Raya, Raya, it's for like the high end, yeah, like you, the high class celebrities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Raya is exactly for you. Like Raya is where you know, like Olympic athletes and mm. you know, soap stars and this kind of Ooh. thing. Oh. They're, oh. they're on. Yo, there. you want us to hook you up with um, Tessa Virtue? Is she dating anyone? Yeah, she's dating with. Is she dating? <laughs> she dating someone? She's dating the Toronto Maple Leaf guy. Still, is she? Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's oh. Morgan Riley? Morgan Riley. Oh, okay. Right, 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 right. Sorry, Shem, out of luck. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> so how do you get Okay, so so Shem, so so if we're if we're talking to uh, if we're talking the goalie right now, and what is the what what's a way to approach a guy who is single? Like let's not you say figure you have to try and find out if he's single or married or whatever. How, what's the best way for you as a single guy to be approached? Like what's the sort of most successful way? Well, the first thing I want to know that our intentions are the same, right? Our end goal is the mm-hmm. same, right? Because if if I'm looking for a relationship and goal is just looking to screw around, it might not work. Right. So you've got to make sure your intentions, I think, are aligned from the beginning, and then from there, uh, look, I, I think consistency is key. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're when you're talking to somebody initially, it doesn't. I don't want somebody who's going to message me every single day. At least, at least off the bat, that's that's a little too much. Oh, really? But I think, but I, I think uh, <laughs> you'd like that. Maury's like, yeah. <laughs> no, not the guy. For you, Sam. <laughs> Sorry, Maury. That's Sorry, too Sam. much. No, no, no. I, I think consistency and just a genuine effort to get to know me and talk and 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 have a decent conversation. And quite frankly, there has to be a little bit of physical chemistry. There just needs yeah. to be there. That mm-hmm. uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, prioritizing a physical chemistry with somebody mm-hmm. because oftentimes that is what sort of keeps you keeps that sort of spark. So what, like nudes on day three? Uh, I mean, like, I'm just getting, you know, <laughs> give it a week or so, you know, so you just start showing stuff. What about a nude? What about a nude out of the gate? What about if that's the first correspondence you get from somebody? But then you have nothing to look forward to. Well, that's Whoa, not that's true. Not you know true. what you're looking forward no. to. Yeah. So what about a nude out of the gate? Because I've never sent a nude. Oh, what about every date you send a picture with another piece of clothing removed? Like it's like strip dating. Like, oh, geez. I don't want it to be a puzzle. That's yeah, weird, man. man. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say a nude out of the gate. Yeah. I, you listen, I wouldn't be mad at right. a nude out of the gate. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But the problem with a nude out of the gate yeah. is you don't know who else that nude oh. has been sent to as well. Unless does, you that, don't, that does, that, be, does that matter, though? Does that matter? Yeah, it matters. It to does. Me. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm salty. I don't want to, don't, don't. Keep this is part only of like fans. a WhatsApp chain. But you, you know have I mean? to understand, though. But you have to understand that if you get a nude out of the gate, the the chances of that being the first out of the gate nude that that person has sent are very low. Well, I'd like to be the first one, and okay. then you can send it to everybody <laughs> right. else. Right? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> so there you go, goalie. You got some uh, some options. You could for do you. you could do what I used to do when I was dating, which is create a CD where you talk all mm-hmm. about yourself, so you don't have to keep explaining it over and over again. You would give you, people a CD, and your date one, you'd be like, "Here, go listen to this." No, and we'll you talk didn't. To Tomorrow. No, you Absolutely. Didn't. No, you didn't. Absolutely. What did you say about yourself? I w- it was wait, like- wait, wait. Do you have the CD at home? No, because the last time we talked about this, you asked me to find it, and oh, I have I no need, idea I where it went. Find it. Yeah, 
But you would just talk about, like, you know, my favorite color or here's... Your favorite color? (laughs) Hi, my name is Maury. My favorite color is purple. I'm gonna. <laughs> this is this is this is you answering things that they may have like like I, the I, most I, common questions. Let me, let me, I'm gonna answer it now, me, so me, we don't even have to is, deal with is, it. This is so funny. I have never cared what somebody's favorite color was. Me I don't either. even think I've ever asked somebody what their favorite me color either. was. Okay, maybe, maybe if you have a handful of gummies and you look at somebody and go, "What's your favorite color?" and they go <laughs> and they go red, and you go, "How about green?" and they go, "Okay," and then you give them a green gummy. Like that's the only time I've ever asked somebody. So what favorite, their favorite color, color was. favorite yeah. shows that you're watching, uh-huh. what book I'm currently reading, uh-huh. um, things I like to talk about. So what you did you prepare. say? That what, what were some of the things that you like to talk about? Oh, like let's talk about uh, let's talk about pop culture. Let's talk about um, or don't talk about sports. That's going to be too boring for me. Let's talk about travel. Let's talk travel. Where have you gone at that time? Oh, nowhere. But nowhere. I'd love to know where you've been. Right. <laughs> of course you did. But you all probably, you you already knew that, didn't you, Maury? Right. You knew everything about them. Yeah, because you can do oh, your research yeah. in Google. Yeah, that's uh, so. There, I hope that that helps. I don't think it does, yeah. but um, I mean, it was like it was fun. It was interesting, definitely. I mean, getting yeah. your insight, but. It's hard out there, man. Yeah, you guys it's happy tough. In your in your marriages, I mean, you guys definitely all sound happy, minus Maury. But you know, <laughs> hey, goalie, aren't you? And aren't you like you've won medals in sports, haven't you? I I have. I was on the national karate team for a very long time. I placed top seven at the world championships and top five at the Pan Am Games in so, wow. Why is that? So, all of that not in your dating profile? Um, because guys get scared and she don't want to show know. off yet. Yeah, like, can you beat me up? I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, where do we go from here? Like, your picture, your profile <laughs> picture should be you with your awards. Yeah, but like, I've been there, I've done that. I used to have uh, a picture of me kicking the Eiffel Tower, which took me like five tries and I almost died. And I changed that. You know, it's, it's, it was a while ago. Um, that's something like a conversation piece that I do use, mm-hmm. but it's not, you know. It's not the first thing I say <clears throat> off the bat. I think it's tough, too, because I, I remember when you're single, you go through different waves and you go through waves where you want to be hooked up and you want somebody who's just going to kick it with you on Sunday and, and they're going to be and around. Cuddle. But then you go through waves. And you're like, God, I just need to smash. That's me now, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and, and those and those two worlds are hard, yeah. to, and it's hard to live both those worlds when you're single because you go through moments of loneliness, and loneliness yeah. is a goddamn killer. Like loneliness is awful, especially now during COVID when everybody's locked at home. And if you're living alone right now, like I really feel for you. Um, but you know, there's nights when you just you know wish that you had somebody that you could move through all of this with because you can't handle lifting everything and you need somebody to help you out. But then there's the days where you just want to smash. Mm-hmm. And those are two very different worlds. Isn't there a service where if you're lonely, you can just talk to somebody? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yeah. It's called called family. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what do you mean a service? Like, you just call somebody and just talk to them? Like, if you watch Grey's Anatomy and you're in a dark living room and you just need to talk to somebody about that episode. You just call the number on the screen and, like... (laughs) There's somebody there and they just like, they, they just sit and listen to you. Like where you can, maybe it's like a zoom kind of service where you can like, pr- like have them with you so you can not feel alone and talk about what you need to talk about. Yeah. Therapy. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Are right? you talking about like company? Yeah. Or, or not even like they can't come over cause of COVID. But if you 
like log in or something where it's just like a random person that you could just sort of talk to them. Why don't you just talk to your husband? Yeah, you have a husband. We're talking about no, people I'm not talking who live about alone. Me. I'm talking about Golan. Yeah. Oh, Maury's like yeah. Yeah. Why don't you? I am okay, so Maury, here's here's the question. Why don't you offer that service then? Why don't you become the 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 person that somebody who's lonely could call? Because I feel as though I would get in trouble for that at home. No, you wouldn't. You don't think so? No, you're helping people out. You're not flirting. You're not like yeah, try, but more would make it weird, up. and he would start flirting. No, 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 no. I see where Roz is going. I could make some money on this. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, you know what? Try it out. Yeah, try, try it. it. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Actually, yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for it. Tell and tell me. Make sure you tell Matthew you're charging. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna go over. That's gonna go over real well. Goalie, much love to you, girl. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. You got it. Uh, Bia says, "Hey, congrats." You just got a job writing negative fortune cookies. What predictions or fortunes do you write? Like you won't, like, congratulations, you won't live to 100? I need to see, I had a, you know what's really interesting is that I had a fortune cookie the other day. And it was probably the first fortune cookie in about 20 years that I had. Can I just say that my problem with fortune cookies is a lot of the times they're not actually fortunes. They're just thoughts. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what do you want from a fortune? Like, what do you think a fortune is? The fortune should say, in 10 days, this is going to happen. Or, you know, maybe don't leave the restaurant for another 10 minutes. But I've never seen a fortune cookie that has yeah, that. It's that always it's always thoughts. Well, they shouldn't call it fortune cookies then. It should be called thought cookies. Right. A feather in the hand is better than a bird in the air. What does that mean? Mm. I don't know. A fresh start will put you on your way. Mm, true, a friend true. asks only for your time, not your money. That is true. A dubious friend may be an enemy in camouflage. Oh, a faithful friend is a strong defense. I already said that one. Um, yeah, I had a fortune cookie the other day, and it was a real lame fortune. And I was just kind of like, I don't know. So negative. Like, let me just see if I can find. Let me give, give you some examples. Like you're here. not as great as you think. Yeah. Right. You could lose a few pounds. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, because you, you shouldn't have had that Szechuan chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next time he's up on the wonton. <laughs> oh man, I love wonton noodle soup. Um, what's your what's your go What's your go to at Chinese food? Oh, wonton noodle soup, absolutely without a doubt. Love that. Yeah. Uh, beef or chicken fried rice. Oh, can I tell you what my favorite fortune cookie of all time was? What? And it's uh, now I remember it. I had it in my wallet for years. You kept it? I kept it. Okay. Yeah. Because my fortune cookie, I remember I opened it and it was the last fortune cookie I ever had because I said that this was never going to be better than this. Yeah. And I opened my fortune cookie and I read my fortune and all it read was, you love Chinese food. <laughs> That's great. Also, yeah. the truth. Also, the truth. Yeah, thank yes. you. Brilliant. Yeah. All it said was, you love Chinese food. Uh, I remember I had a fort, much like your story about keeping the uh, the fortune cookie. I had, I think I had just moved to Calgary and on the fortune cookie or in the fortune cookie, you know how some of them have your lucky numbers? Yes. So I took those lucky numbers and I played the lottery almost every week. Oh, really? For, and I don't know, like for like maybe eight weeks or so. And I just kept yeah. coming up nil, just zero all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after I was like, man, this ain't. I know. That's the whole, that's the crazy. And I'm tight for money. I shouldn't I be doing know, this. I know, I know, I <laughs> know. The one I kept, the fortune cookie I kept, it said this year will be profitable for you. Um, what, what year was that? <laughs> <laughs> 
And, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it sucks. Had, it didn't had, work, huh? Had that, had that work out for you. Right. I don't have it anymore. Yeah. Uh, someone is looking up to you. Don't let that person down. That's another oh, one. Oh, that one's, I like that one. Somebody posted a picture of a fortune cookie fortune that just simply read run. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think that that's a good negative one. No snowflake in an avalanche ever feels responsible. Oh. Oh, that's deep. Wow, that is deep. That's what she said. Somebody else posted one that just simply read, about time I got out of that cookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess like negative ones would just be straight up disses, right? Well, you came up with a few good ones. Or one could be like, you know, sucks to be sitting at this table alone. Oh, that's a good one. Somebody posted two fortune cookies, fortunes. The first one reads, someone in your life needs a letter from you. And the second one reads right underneath it on the same table, like uh -huh. it's the same person. So the first one is, someone in your life needs a letter from you. The second one is, soon you will receive a letter from a loved one. <laughs> oh! <laughs> okay, Jonathan asks, do you have something that your parents always did that knowingly would make you mad, upset, or pissed off? but still kept on doing it. And do you have something that you do to your own kid? My dad used to lick... Ew! <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no, when he would... Not, don't want to hear the story. No. Next. No, he would lick... I don't know if it was his hand or a, his a hand. napkin and wipe my face with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my mom used oh, to Oh, yeah, do but that. parents used to do that back in the day all the time. I yeah. hated that. Oh, yeah. I, it drove me nuts. Did he know that you hated it, though? Oh, because you'd be pulling away, and he'd grab the, your head and force it into you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, remember when I said, uh, like, 10 seconds ago, so just stop that <laughs> sentence? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't remember if there's anything, like, when I was growing up that my folks did or said to me that they knew, like... Oh, man, Frig, my dad, accountant, loves math, obviously. Yeah. He used to give me math homework on top of my homework that I got from school. Which is cruel. So, and he knew, obviously, that I hated it, but it was because he wanted me to excel in math. Right. Um, so I don't know if that would count as something. Like, he would give me homework, his own homework, on top of the homework I got from school. My dad used to bring me to... <laughs> My dad used to bring me with him when he would go to singles parties, and I'd have to sit in the living room and stare at a wall while he was in the other room. <laughs> sit on the coats on the bed? Oh, no, your son wants the coats. And just wait. <laughs> oh, no, you had to be coat check. No, but you know what? At house parties, and everybody used to throw their coat on the master bed, right? Yeah, yeah and totally. Then, and then you'd just always be the kid lying in it at the end. Yeah. Because somebody always showed up with a fur. Yeah. Oh, right. And that so, felt good. Yeah. That, so felt, that felt good. Uh, did my parents do anything that I found annoying? Um, it's, I don't know. I don't know. Well, you weren't allowed to finish the milk. Well, no kid's ever allowed to finish the milk. That's like a, that's a death sentence. Um, I did a lot of things that annoyed my parents, but I don't think my parents did a lot of things that annoyed me. Um, like they weren't embarrassed. My parents weren't embarrassing. When they Roxy was growing up, though, yeah. Uh, did you ever do anything like on purpose because you knew that it bothered her, or she would get annoyed? Like for example, like some of the shows that my kid watches on Netflix or on television, like the ones that have songs that he watches like repeatedly, mm -hmm. he'll get upset if I start singing the songs along with the show. Oh, because, kids hate that. Because why? He knows the words yeah. and he wants to be the one yeah, that yeah, sings yeah. it. Yeah. So, like every now and then, if I notice he's watching the show, I have to start singing. Mm -hmm. But because I know that it, it upsets him, 
But I don't do it because it's cruel. It's just that when he gets upset, it's super cute. Yeah. And then, like, obviously, I stop and we laugh about it, and then he sings a song. Yeah. Yeah. God, kids kids have so many weird things that they do. The kids dislike. hate getting their pictures taken? <laughs> oh. Um. Yeah. 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 Is that a thing? Like, you yeah. know, you bring out your My cell phone son. and they get mad at you? So it was yeah. Roxy's birthday not that long ago, Roz's uh, daughter. And Cruz loves singing happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Loves. But every now and then, he hates it when you take the phone out and want to record a video or even take a picture. He'll say, like, uh, I don't want to be on the camera. Mm-hmm. Or he'll say, uh, no pictures or no video or anything like mm-hmm. that. And, what, is he famous? And uh, I asked him, I said, hey, hey, man, like, it's Roxy's birthday. Do you want to sing happy birthday? We'll blow out the candle. And he just looked at me and was like, no, thanks. I don't want to be on the video. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Rox is not interested in that. It never has been. Where some kids are. Some kids are very interested in all of that stuff and love recording it. Although he was, within that same conversation, asking me a lot of questions about Roxy. Yeah. Like, what did, uh, did she get Christmas presents? I was like, yeah, she got Christmas presents. <laughs> and he said, what did Santa bring Roxy for Christmas? I said, I don't know what he brought her, but probably something cool. But he was asking like a I lot of questions, but he yeah. didn't want to be on, he didn't want to be on camera singing happy birthday. I can't believe the two have never met. Oh, they met. Oh, they met. Yeah, they oh. met before. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. They had a great time. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't know. <sighs> like, I don't have that kind of life like Maury had where, you know, like, I don't have the, my dad took me to singles parties. <laughs> I mean, me, looking back. And left me on the coats. <laughs> I mean, being the age I am now and looking back, I'm like, yeah. that's kind of, it was like, I hated it then, but I'm kind of like, my dad was. Of course. My of dad course. was super yeah. cool. But did your dad, was he hooking up? Or he was just going to like meet people. I don't recall ever anybody coming home with us. Like, he was just there to party. Oh, my God. But and he like joined look- the Jewish Baseball League, and I'd have to sit in the stands watching him play Jewish baseball. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's, still base, it's still normal baseball, but it's just oh. doctors and lawyers and my dad. Uh, okay. I was just going to say, what's the difference between Jewish baseball and regular baseball? It was just the, the men's singles, single men's Jewish League. Do you ever look back on no, your... Hold what? on, wait. That's what it was called? Yeah. The single men's Jewish League? Yeah, it's the synagogue. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they would play against who? Other single men yeah. from other synagogues. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah? And would they invite, like, ladies to the stands and no. stuff? No. No. Just a bunch of dudes just playing baseball. Yeah, yeah single right. dudes. Okay. Yeah, so they're, single, not, so they're not lonely. Dudes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's more to, yeah, it's a cure for loneliness as, as, opposed to a way to, as opposed to a way to hook up. But do you ever look back on your life more and think that maybe there were opportunities? Like, do you ever think back and go, God, it was weird that I you know, my dad asked me to do this so often. Like, do you think that there were moments where he was stealthily getting you out of the house so he could hook up that you didn't realize what was going on at the time? No, I just felt like I was the one that was ruining it for, I was the, the block. Like I was ruining his chances cause I was oh, always with him. That was probably the case though. Yeah. Yeah. Like this damn kid. Right. <laughs> Because when I used to go to overnight camp, for that's when he probably hooked up because he called it Freedom Fest. Right. <laughs> He's probably looking at the calendar like, I wonder if there's winter camp, I wonder if there's spring Dude, camp. He would send me away for, it was, I was away for eight weeks in Wisconsin. Oh. <laughs> eight weeks? In Wisconsin. Wow. Oh Freedom Fest God. for eight weeks. Could you imagine? Yeah. God, Damn. he could have got, like, the clap and got it cured in the time you were gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Katie has a question for you, Ross. Right. If you had no choice but to have one or the other, would you rather have pickles on a burger every time you had a burger or ketchup on your hot dog every time you had a hot dog? Oh, my God. 
Fries would just not have hot dogs and burgers. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, okay, so here's my thing is that I burgers are my favorite thing in the world. Mm. And pickles have a vinegary sort of flavor that is just to me a burger ruiner. It overpowers everything else that you put on the burger. Hot dogs are a delicious mm. invention. I, agree. I adore hot dogs, but ketchup is the exact opposite of a pickle where ketchup is really sweet. Mm -hmm. And so if I had the choice, I'm going to go with this. I'm going to, I, I've just, I figured I've talked myself into my answer. I would do, ketchup on hot dogs because I couldn't ruin burgers for the rest of my life. Really? I could ruin a burger for the rest of I could ruin a hot dog for the rest of my life, but I couldn't ruin I couldn't ruin a burger. See, I would have thought that you would have picked the pickle on the burger because you like as you mentioned it has like a vinegary kind of taste, you enjoy salt and vinegar chips. I do like salt and vinegar chips and I like dill pickle chips. Yeah. Um, so I, I would I, feel that you would adapt to that style of food a uh, pickle on a burger more because of those other things that you just mentioned no the the i i find biting into a pickle the same as i do finding biting into a mushroom when i don't know i'm eating a mushroom if i if i have a stew and there's a mushroom in it yeah. and it looks like beef and i go to bite down on it i immediately spit it out like my really? whole body rejects it my whole body Mushrooms rejects a mushroom worse. my whole body rejects wow. biting down on a pickle you guys that, are like crazy. a like a thinly sliced pickle like if, yeah. if i accidentally mm. bite into a burger where there's like three thin pickles that are stacked yeah, that perfect. i don't that i don't know are in there to me it's it's like biting down on a mushroom where my body just immediately rejects it and what's ever in my mouth at the time just comes spilling out onto the tray. When, when are pickles acceptable and when is ketchup acceptable? Never and never. <laughs> like pickles, not, not, not on a burger, but is there ever a time when a pickle's okay? For me? Yeah. No. Oh, I, see, enjoy I love no, pickles. No, no, no. Yeah, no, 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 I, no, no, I, I no. love pickles on a burger. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Like I'll even at my grandmother's break the rule and have a pickle before we say the prayer. Like I made a double burger last night for dinner. Cheese? Yeah. Two cheese? Yeah. Bun in the middle? No, 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 no. Just a straight up double burger. Mm -hmm. Like I, I've graduated. I, I no longer at home and we've talked. I, I no longer eat single burgers anymore. I only now cook myself double burgers. Oh, man. You've leveled, <laughs> now, do you make you've two separate up. patties or do you make one big patty and cut it in half? Cut it in half? What do you mean? Down to like slice it in half? Like a, like, <laughs> no, like cut it down the middle and then put like it Like a top. loaf of bread. Like how would you cut a burger in half? No, if you had one big patty yeah. and you cut it straight down the middle and then... Put it on top of each so other. So it would be so what? half moon, half moon? Two, 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 half, two half moons. No. No. <laughs> Who would do that? But then that's still a full burger. He's talking about two patties. No, but you make one big patty so that I guess the moisture is, is sharing itself. Excuse me. The moisture is sharing itself. <laughs> <laughs> that's what your dad was doing during Freedom Fest. He's <laughs> <laughs> made me cough. <laughs> um... For eight weeks. Yeah, for eight weeks. Just sharing moisture. <laughs> uh, Kayla says here, um, I, oh, Kayla. Kayla Akosua. This name looks familiar because Kayla, I believe, follows all of us on Instagram and um, comments on a lot of our posts. Kayla listens to the Razamoka show, from what I know, uh, from Texas. Oh, nice. Yeah. So Kayla says this. I have a beef to pick with you, Mocha. Oh, no. Listening to episode 216 of the podcast, and you said Cool Runnings is a watch once movie only. And I want to <laughs> know, who hurt you? 
My heart is is broken. How many times are you supposed to watch Cool Runnings? This was the topic we were talking about. What movies can you watch again and may not have stood the test of time? Okay, right. Oh, okay. So going back to it, can you still enjoy said movie? Right. And I think Mm. you were absolutely right about Cool Runnings. Yeah. I I don't think it holds up that well. I think it's fine where it is in the past. Yeah. Nobody hurt me. I enjoyed the movie. Don't get me wrong. Kayla, love you. I enjoyed the movie, but right. I'm not going to go back and watch it. No, it's like, uh, I wa- what did we watch not that long ago? We watched Weekend at Bernie's not that long ago. Oh, and? Right? It's fine. But I remember thinking Weekend at Bernie's was just bloody hysterical. Yeah. It's so weird. Right? Like a movie like that, it's fine to you, but like a movie like a Home Alone, we'll watch every Christmas many times. Because Home Alone is an actual brilliant, great movie. Yeah, it's a classic. Like Cool Runnings, is nobody's ever said Cool Runnings was brilliant. Well, it's a true story. It doesn't matter. Cool Runnings is enjoyable. It not was enjoyable. True, cool Runnings was enjoyable. Not a was it one of, one of uh, uh, Jim or John Jim Candy? Candy? Yeah, Jim John Candy. Candy's best. <laughs> was, wasn't that one of Jim Dandy's last movies? <laughs> Would you say one of his best works? No, absolutely not. I'd say the one of. Nope, not even one of. Because uh-uh. like to me, Uncle Buck would be his best movie. Uh, Uncle Buck was hilarious. I no, remember that one. Was, his best work was Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, that is a great film. Yeah. And yeah. then who uh, who's Harry Crumb? And then Uncle and then Uncle Buck and What was who's um, Harry Crumb? I don't oh, remember. Who's that Harry one. Crumb is he yeah. it's very similar to Uncle Buck where he his brother's an executive, I believe, and he just shows up and runs he, havoc in the office. Yeah. Runs havoc? <laughs> you are a wordsmith, sir. He ran the havoc department? <laughs> what does he do? He runs havoc. <laughs> So what's your issue with Cool Runnings? Yeah, I don't know. It's no, just, nothing, I think, man. Nothing. There's no issue. It was fine when it, it was fine for the time. It was great. Uh, Maria says here, my family will be on Family Feud Canada oh, wow. next week. Maury, Roz, Mocha. Mm-hmm. Would you and your family ever compete on the show? If so, how do you think your family would do? What do you need? You need five would. people? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I think my family would do terribly, but I think we're very entertaining to just be on TV. Who would you? Who would be your five? Um, so, well, myself, mm-hmm. Matthew, mm-hmm. Frank, mm-hmm. Donna, mm-hmm. Susie. Mm-hmm. Because... That's your five. Oh, yeah, okay. Susie is... My legal guardian. Right. No, 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 I'm trading out one for my Aunt Brenda. Okay. Oh, who gets who gets a bump? Donna's going to get the bump for Aunt Brenda. You can't bump your your father's wife. Oh. Donna but... has to be there. Yeah. Really? Yes. Okay, then I'm bumping Matthew for Brenda. You Oh! oh! Just for enter- entertainment purposes. Like, Brenda is, like, obnoxious. You don't think that you and Matthew wow. fighting up there on Family Feud would no, be... No, you're very right. Yes. So who gets a bump? Aunt Susie Could gotta go. Could you imagine Maury getting a wrong answer on Family Feud standing beside I Matthew? I know. Oh, my <laughs> God. That would be... He'd slap I, me upside the head. Oh, my God. Who would be your five, Mocha? So absolutely my wife, Jenna. Mm-hmm. I would say my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. My dad, for sure. Mm-hmm. My sister, Lisa. That's your five. Oh, yeah, and then me. No, that's too many. Me? You said Jenna, you, Jenna, Mother Jenna's Ma. mom. Yeah. Your father. Yeah. And my sister Lisa. Your sister Lisa. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Done. Who would your five be? Uh, uh, me, Catherine. Realistically, like, I don't know what the age thing is, but realistically, if I had to put my, like, my team together, it would do, I would just do me, Catherine, my brother, his wife, and Roxy. Well, no, okay, no, no. yeah. What that's about good. your mom? Um, She's funny. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I, I, but I don't know who I bump. Yeah. No, well, who do you bump? Tough. It's tough because I'll tell you, we play games with Roxy trivia games, uh-huh. and she is, she beats me. Wow, you must hate that. When no, I'm fine with it because she just she's so smart. Yeah, like like we are. We play this one game. It's called I don't know what it was. Like weird but true. It's from a, a podcast that she listens to, and they released a board game, and it's all questions like. Um, how many bricks were used to make the sta- the um, uh, Empire State Building? And you have to name how many bricks without going over. And you play with like the group of people. Well, and so is it's, it in the millions? So it's, so it's, it's question- in the millions. Yeah, it's in the millions. Yeah, so it's questions like that. And she always wins. Really? Yeah, always wins. She's so good at those those trivia things. Like she knows, she listens to so many podcasts and reads so many of those books. And What's she, it called, the game? Weird But True. I think it's Weird But True is the, okay. is the podcast. I want to this. Can you bring it in? I'll bring some cards in. Sure, I love. Yeah, this. yeah, 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 yeah. It's great though. But yeah? she, yeah, she, and she kills me on it. Like she, I've, I've never won. I've never won. And her thought process is so good with things. Like I, we play Clue all the time. Yeah, like all the time. And Clue is when you're playing with three people. So there's a lot of cards in play, and there's a lot of options. When you play Clue, it's all about breaking down. Um, possibilities based on information that you have and guessing about the things that you don't know. Mm-hmm. And Roxy destroys me in Clue. Wow. She, she, wins Smart at, kid, man. she wins at a rate of about three to one. Really? Over me. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Catherine wins all the time. And then uh, like, and then a close, and then a close second is Roxy. I'm a distant third in Clue. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What's your home life? Like you're very competitive. You must just be miserable all the time. Um, no, because I was miserable when I couldn't compete hard against Roxy. Mm-hmm. When you're there at the age of where you have to sort of, you have to let the, when, when kids are little, right, you have to let them feel what victory feels like because winning something feels really, really great. Then you have to start introducing what losing feels like. And because the only way that games are fun is that you win some and you lose mm-hmm. some and mm-hmm. people want to play games with you. And if you become a monster after you lose, nobody's going to want to play with you. So you have to start teaching them about defeat. And so there are times as a parent when you have to make the decision of where you're going to start beating them every now and then. And that is a really tough thing to do because it's not like, oh my God, I made a mistake. You won. You actually have to explain to them they lost yeah. and you won. And it's like a milestone in in a kid's life and then you have to sort of get them you have to you have to win some you have to lose some you have to win some you have to she's lose fine some with that? and now she's fine with it and well, now she understands. and she understands now and now like she goes for blood right like we go hard at each other with games uh, there's i do not give anything like whether it's crazy eights or clue or connect four or Popomatic trouble or whatever else we're playing like i go hard <laughs> yeah, and so, I and I never win. Welcome to the real world. Yeah, so who are you yeah. bumping to let your mother in your five? <sighs> I'm no, not. I'm not. That's anybody. my five. That's my five. That's going to be my five. Yeah. Yeah. At Kiss925 is where you will find the picture that reads Ask Razamoka. That is where you fill up the comment section with your questions. We'll try to get through as many as we can on a future episode. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On Kiss92.5. Kiss925.com. Or download the Kiss925 app.